Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here's your hosts, Craig, Paula, and Mark, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey folks, and hey, how are you doing? It's Craig here from Tiki Central Canada. I'll be your host, your bartender, mixologist, and hopefully information for that. We'll see how it goes. And uh, so this is a very special edition. This is not one of our regular episodes. This is an annual event that uh, Cam of me and Ben um, so far. And Mark has joined us today too. And what it is, is our rum tasting episode. That's right. We're going to sit here and just drink rum all day long. So enjoy with us. We're going to go through several rums. We'll give you guys some characteristics of the rums, where they come from how they're distilled, maybe some history on them. And of course, we're going to sample the rooms. Uh, Cam's already smiling already. He's already ready to go. Uh, if you remember last year... I'm last a thirsty year, boy. <laughs> I know I did the mistake actually putting all the rums over on his side of the table, so uh, I'll just keep an eye on and make sure that nothing disappears. Yeah, well, uh, I've got a, I, I kind of got responsibility this year for pouring, so... Yeah, you actually are coming our bartender today. Yeah, hopefully things will stay stable <laughs> through these... How many rums is this? Looks like a lot. There's lo- 10. Lo- 10 we rums, 10 okay. total rums altogether. That's a lot And of uh, Mark is joining us this year. He wanted to join us last year, but he was out of town, and yes. so he's here this year. I was drinking rum. <laughs> well, <laughs> you were with us in spirit anyway. Yeah, that's right. You were with us in spirit, so yes. And I figured, hey, you know, who better to have as the uh, other person here for rum tasting than Mark? Because Mark is always mixing rums, always taking tasting uh, tiki drinks all the time. And so who better to uh, to have here than Mark? Uh, that and Doug couldn't make it. So, <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, Doug is the guy that does all of our voiceovers. And uh, the funny thing about him, he's like... Um, I'm trying to find an analogy to, you know, or some way of explaining when it comes to Doug's drinking. Doug is a horse. He could literally, like, probably put all of us under the table and still keep going. He's just insanely got an immune system to when it comes to alcohol. It's <laughs> it's a crazy. I've I've seen us all pass out and he's still going. Like it's just yeah, it's it's insane. Not, yeah, not a cheap date. Oh no 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 no, no, no. he'll wipe out your bank account in one night for yeah. sure. Yeah yeah. Holy <laughs> jeez. <laughs> Of course, Cam's starting off with a beer. He has to always start off with a beer, yep, so he's yep. all starting to go. Yeah, no, and I'm uh, just a little bit in, but... Uh, there we go. Yeah, had a, had a couple uh, earlier today. Oh, uh, no. So this well, could be quite the evening well, now. I, I, I had to catch up on some <laughs> office work, so you know how it is. Oh, yeah, yeah office work, quotations, yeah. I know um, how it works. The laptop at the bar, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. That well, works. it drives me to drink. What can I say? Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so the first rum we're going to go over, and uh, by the way, there will be a rum page there for you guys to go to to do re- reference for us. Uh, so the first one we're going to do is from St. James, and it's rum. That's the way you say it, right, Mark? Rum. Rum. R-H-U-M. You can just say rum. Okay. Uh, Agricole. So it's a Martinique rum. So Martinique rum, basically the difference between this and, say, a regular rum anywhere else is that it has to be produced in a French colony to get that, that Martinique uh, qualification. Hmm. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, is there actual, like, significant difference in the production process? Or it's, it's purely, it's, it's like one of those geographical 
like uh, champagne ge- versus sparkling wine. Geographical, kind of but also too, they also do pure sugarcane juice in their fermentation, and there's no sweeteners added to any of their rums. Okay, okay. So they don't yeah, add so any sugar. Any, and, yeah. yeah. Like, you cool. know, we, we see like dark rum, and they've added some color to it. They don't do any of that. Right. There's no just the basics. Just the basics. Yeah, and it's also freshly squeezed. Oh well, freshly squeezed sugarcane. Yeah. yeah, so it's they have to do it right away. Come. <laughs> That's it. Right. It's not going to sit around like yeah, you know, yeah. the cane sitting over there or the molasses is sitting over sure, there. Sure, sure, sure. This it is, is like... like... Squeeze it, put it in the bottle right away. No. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Cool. Squeeze it, ferment it, drink it. Yep. There well, you go. <laughs> works exactly. for me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of the cool things also, too, about this rum in particular, when I checked it out, is um, first of all, it has to be aged for at least 18 months. That's one of the qualifications of it. Also, too, uh, what they do is every part... So when they get the sugar cane and they crush it, they get the sugar cane juice, they actually use... Every part of the sugar cane. I take the sugar cane, I squeeze out the sugar cane or molasses and other rums. And then that byproduct that's left over, the cane itself, mm-hmm. I just throw it away. Yeah, it's like crushed celery, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So not in their situation. What they do is they take that, that residue that's left from the sugar cane, press it uh, into a juice, and then it's actually a biofuel that's created to steam and operate the distillery columns and oh. the sugarcane crush mills. Oh, that's efficient. Yeah, yeah so, the, so, so they use the cane of, as a fuel. Yeah. It's like a full circle. Everything gets used up. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So the history of this one is in 1765, Martinique became one of the most popular sugarcane islands in the Caribbean. Father Lefebier was actually grasping potentially for sugarcane brandy. So he was producing brandy at the time and decided to continue on his work and get devoted to a producing a rum that's worth its name. So more of a man of the bottle than a man of the cloth. That's true. Well, I'm pretty sure all those guys well, on the yeah. cloth are also man of the well, bottle, what too. Else you know got to I mean? do all day. Yeah. I know. You can't, you know. Especially after confession, it must be like, you know what? I've yeah. heard enough. I need a shot. <laughs> I need a drink yeah. of something there. Anyway, so Pauline Lambert, okay, who's also part of that organization, finally purchased... Habitation. Uh, Habitation. Yeah. And he was well aware of the potential for the name of St. James because it's an English name. Mm. That's one of the islands that basically, I guess, was one of the mountains that was in that area. So he figured that if it had an English name, it had more potential to sell like a larger, to the world. Right, it'd have a larger market. You got the Americans right there. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he registered the brand name in August 21st of 1882. So this goes it's way been a while. back. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Now, if you notice the bottle, when we look at the bottle there, guys, it's actually square. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it reminds so me a bit of like a um, bit like Bombay Sapphire uh, gin in square. terms of the yeah. yeah. So the bottle uh, that he reason why he chose that formula was because he wanted the bottle to be square based and also to be efficient for shipping and to reduce breakage. Hmm. So in other words, it won't break when yeah, it's yeah. shipped. You could probably ship more in, into per case. Well, yeah, you're stuff. not you're not taking up all that unnecessary space around the circle, right? So you can pack them right exactly. together. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now in uh, 1902. This is actually how it goes. Two minutes after eight o'clock in the morning, Mount Pili erupted and actually sent lava all the way down its slopes and to the town of St. Pierre and was reduced down to cinder, like basically nothing destroyed the city. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Miraculously, St. James Plantation and Distillery actually got in the deeper in the valley, survived. Okay. Well, that must have been a huge like business opportunity when everything else had been destroyed. Now we're yeah. the only thing left. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Okay, so we're going to sample this. And so what we're going to do first when we do this, guys, when we do each and every one of these rums, is that we're going to do it without ice, so straight up. And then we're going to do it with ice to give you guys sort of the um, the difference between the two of them. So for smell, what do we smell, guys? It's like a real thick sweetness, if I can describe it that way. I do smell caramel in there, yeah. Yep, definitely. Yeah, for sure, caramel. Marky, Mark, what do we got over there, Mark? I'm trying to figure that out. 
The glasses are so big, it's unfortunate. <laughs> we should have got smaller glasses. Now, here's a little note I learned from somebody who was way more in this than I am. Yes. Uh, when you're doing uh, the smell test, when you're... Yes. Open your mouth at the same time. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, that way you actually get the the taste buds. Okay. Activated. Yeah. yeah. So you keep your mouth just a little bit open. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of citrus out of this thing or whatever. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, like I said, it's a bit spicy, a bit caramel. So we got to give it a bit of taste. Swish it around the glass. Mm. Definitely spicy. Yeah, it's quite spicy. It's got sort no of... No afterburn, really, in some ways. It's very, very light on the on the tail end of it. Yeah, it's got a bit of a funk that I'm not sure I like. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it does have the, the grassy, yes. agricultural, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like woody-type feel to it. Yeah, like it reminds, yeah. it reminds me just like ever so slightly of like, you know, sort of a traditional farmhouse ale, which, you know, often has like that hay <laughs> right. taste to it and yeah. stuff. In case of well, grassy. see, that's one of the things about agriculture. It's... It, it's not like it. I'm not saying it's not like it is like it. <laughs> it's like uh, peaty scotch. Yeah. It has yeah, a real okay. taste to it. Right. That people are, are attracted to it. Right. It's like or this de- distinct. Or, de- yeah. or detest it. Right. Yeah. Right, well, right, right, right. <laughs> I think I may rubs. be, yeah, I think I may be more on the detest side. Yeah. <laughs> now there's also, don't forget, there's going to be really aged ones and this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah. This nice funkiness to it, this grassiness. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I really like the grassiness. Yeah. For okay. Sure. Oh, and you like it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. See, yeah. I actually, this is uh, my uh, go to. Uh, oh, okay. This and uh, an ounce of this and an ounce of Appleton 12 year from my Mai Tais. Ah, okay. Yeah, so... It gives a really distinct flavor. Yeah. It gives the grassiness and you get the funk of the... Uh, oh, okay. Of the Appletons and uh, it just makes this really neat flavor that goes well with the orange and the or the other parts of the Mai Right, tai. right, yeah. That's the thing about like, tiki drinks I like is that um, you can combine rums and from different regions of the world and combine them together to come up with a unique kind of spirit. And that's what this is, yeah, like I said, if you take this and then you take Jamaican rum, it's like you're creating a whole new, like, you know, taste to it, right? It's adding things to it. Each one of these rums is going to add a characteristic to your drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, like I say, it's almost like a spiciness. Yeah. yeah. But it yeah. isn't really, you know, it's not spicy. Yeah. It's really great. Okay, uh, so. I've, I got a thing for agriculture. Okay, so we got to add some ice to it now. And uh, swish. By the way, if you add like a little bit of water or ice and let it just sort of swish around for maybe about 10 seconds there, then it's going to do is it's going to open up everything. Remember from last year, hey, Cam, it opens yeah, yeah. up some rums. Some rums, it does wash out the, the flavors. Yeah, it kind of dilutes them a little bit. The other thing we noticed last year, too, is not only did it wash out some of the flavors on some of them, it also brought out the alcohol. Like yes. the, the, yeah, the, the booziness. The yeah. booziness came yeah. out of it. Yeah. All right, let's give this a shot here. Yeah, my best agricultural story was, uh, was uh, it can't be part of the... Um, Tiki Adventures because it's no longer there. There's a place called the Tacoma Cabana. Yeah. And the the great, great, great bartender there named Justin. And um, he found out I like the agriculture. So we just started make agricultural drinks. Oh, 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 oh man. He just, oh. <laughs> then the last one was called the um, the Stone God. And the mug was shaped like a face of a stone god. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was sacrificed. To yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> it took him a few days to recover on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what with the ice, what are we what are we tasting? So it obviously dilutes the burn. Mm-hmm. Like there is no booziness to it now at all. It's wiped that out pretty well, clear, clearing. Yeah, the funk remains, though. That's interesting. The funk yeah. remains. The grassiness remains, for sure. Yep. It's, yeah, it's a little, a little less spicy. Yep, it's like true. That. It's mm-hmm. a little off the top. So what drinks would you think, like, other than your Mai Tai you talked about, Mark, is there any other drinks you think that, that would go well with? See, because of the funkiness and the grassiness to it, you can't really make a really delicate drink be- yes. unless you really like the agricoles. Right. So you have to kind of add it to other ones. So right. I would throw some of this in a uh, rum barrel. I would throw some of this into something else where you're mixing another rum. Yeah. And um, some people do like it as with a daiquiri, if you get like the really aged 
white ones, mm-hmm. it can make a really nice daiquiri. So you get the little grassy. It'll be almost like, once again, like having a peaty scotch. Right, right. It's going to have that flavor to it. So is this, would you recommend this as a, like, um, standalone? Like maybe, okay, you, you want something just to sort of sip on and enjoy? <sighs> it's, or pretty, is this... it's pretty rough to be a, a true sipper. Yeah, for sure. I like, think, like you said, mm-hmm. combine it with another rum and then combine it into a drink, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah but they do make agricoles that are a lot, aged a lot longer and that kind of stuff. So for yeah. people that lo- love their agricoles, this would yeah. be a sipper, though. Yeah. I want to emphasize that, and I, I've I've trained people along the way, uh, especially guests and stuff at the, at the bar, where like they think, okay, aged means it's going to be more potent and more booziness and whatever. When you get an aged rum, and I'm sure Cam's learned from last year when we did the uh, El Dorado, mm-hmm, we did the, mm-hmm, the, the, yes. the five and the twelve, yeah. that it actually is more refined. You know yeah. what I mean? And that you can you can sip it and just use it as a sipper and that you're not going to find so much of a burn because I, I had this one guy a couple of weeks ago and he's like uh, not a rum drinker. He was a whiskey drinker and he's like, oh, you know, I'm not into much rums and I don't like something that's aged too long because I feel like it's going to be too powerful. It's going to be overpowering. And I'm like, no. And so I, I gave him actually some uh, eight-year-old Eldorado we had there and, you know, told him to put a little bit of water in there and boom. And he loved it. He's like, I don't have to mix it. I can just drink it like that, and it's amazing. So, yeah, don't be afraid coming. Don't get intimidated by aged rums because they are actually a better quality rum overall. Yeah, no, I've definitely uh, uh, not even necessarily with rum, but just even like particularly scotches. You know, it's like you, mm-hmm. you you get a smoothness with them with age that you may not have when they're younger. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, by the way, let me go back to the beginning again. I totally mm. missed the whole piece. Oh, right. Okay. okay. So people have asked me in the past and, um, about what it happens is that when they make rum or they've heard stories about how rum is being distilled or being aged is that they used charred bourbon barrel. And why is this process happening? So why, in other words, why is there some spirits where you use brand new bourbon barrels? And one of the reasons why is that by law, the bourbon barrels actually have to be brand new. So in the States, when you make a bourbon, for the most part, they actually have to be brand new barrels. That's kind of a good tongue twister, actually. Bourbon barrels, brand new. Brand new. Barrels. <laughs> Roll the tongue on that one. Yeah. And then what they do is like a lot of places, especially like for Jack Daniels, things like that, actually have to chard the inside of it. And what the chard does when you burn the inside of the barrel is that you're actually bringing all the thing, characteristics of that wood out and going into the product. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, yeah, that's one of the reasons why they use it for rum is because they don't have the same laws. They actually can use new barrels or sorry, old barrels. And they find with the old barrels, especially since they're only used once, by the way, bourbon barrels can only be used once to make mm-hmm. bourbon and then mm-hmm. they have to get rid of them. They get rid of them. So they use them for other spirits, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And they find from that when they do bring those barrels in and they're already pre-used is that they're actually getting quite a bit out of the wood already. So that's one of the reasons why they're using bourbon barrels instead of just regular making brand new barrels. They're getting more characteristics out of it. Mm-hmm. It brings more depth to the spirit. Can you just remind me, I'm sorry, but could you just remind me, what what's the major difference between a bourbon and a rum? Because I think they're really, really close together, aren't they? Yeah. So a bourbon is going to be made with 51% corn. Okay. Okay. And it has to come from the States. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a regional. It's a regional thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit stronger though too, right? Uh, alcohol yes. wise, I think. Well, so, no, like, some are? Uh, yeah. You can get bourbons. Yeah. Up to 50%, 58%. Okay. Yeah, There's yeah. some pretty high ones up yeah. there. But it again, depends how long you, get... you distill it. And depends right. how, sure. Okay. And depends yeah. how much you put water in it. Makes by the sense. way, <laughs> by the way, we want to clarify what everything comes. So any spirit you think of, say, viz, okay. Or gin even. Okay. Uh, when it comes out of the barrel, it's like 80%. It's like around 80, 85%. They actually have to add water to it to bring it down to 40. So when they bring it to example. Right. I'd uh, forgotten that actually. Yeah. yeah. We talked about the, the, yeah, the yeah. Bacardi. 
they actually have a plant where they bring it in and they actually add the water. So it's a one-to-one ratio mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to bring it down to 40% before they bottle it. There was a, actually a Bombay Sapphire uh, batch that came out, I think it was last year or year before, and by accident, it skipped the watering process. Oh my goodness. And it was 80% in Ooze. the bottle. Oh. They were recalling it back. And I'm just, and people of course are saying, well, why? why? It's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. oh, it's uh, 80%, mm-hmm. uh, come on, you know, like. Yeah, it's like 50% it's, off, you know. Nothing, like, nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Just add water. <laughs> yeah, so, so if you ever do get a bottle and it says barrel strength, be that's, care, be that's careful. actually, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, or single barrel batch, yeah, mm. those ones as well, they'll say the same thing, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like those special beers that are 20%, uh, <laughs> dangerous. Woo, that's why they yeah. only come in six packs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I've often wondered with the this, it, to me, it's insane uh, thing about having used the barrel once. That's in the States, I know, they, that's I know. the regulations, I don't understand. Because, I mean, you're losing all the characteristics from that barrel. Really, you just, I don't know, some of the places they don't chart it. So that is, it's an oak barrel. Yeah. So you're not going to get anything out of that barrel because it's going to take a couple of years at least for it to come absorb, right? Like it's to take it, take all that in. And so, I, I was in one of these places and I said, aren't you worried about running out of oak? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the guy looked at me seriously and said, oh no, we get it. Like this was like a like Kentucky, right? Yeah, yeah. And he said, no, no, we're getting some oak shipped in from Washington state. Oh and I'm my like, goodness. Because Washington apparently has a lot of trees. Yeah. yeah but I mean, it's mostly softwoods out there, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 but it's yeah. ever popular. Well, for now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it stays popular. That's... What happens 20 years from now when you run out of trees? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that's the way it is. Interesting. Because oh, yeah. actually, it's funny you say that because I was actually watching the news today and they were talking about Christmas trees, you know, selling Christmas trees this year. And they're saying actually there's a shortage because I guess what had happened was that 10 years ago, because it takes 10 years for a, a, for a Christmas tree to, to grow. mature Christmas right. tree. Yeah. Okay. So 10 years ago, it was, I guess, a depression or it was a recession. So 2008 they, recession. Yeah. So they, they weren't planting as many trees. So there's actually a shortage this year of trees for Christmas. Hmm. Huh. Because well, I mean, <laughs> luckily, not as many people will be, I mean, luckily, mm, yeah, not as many people will be, yeah, yeah. For, for some reason, you know, not as many people will be buying trees this year. Yeah, I know, you know, but it's, they're going, they're selling really fast though. I was yeah, watching well, the news no, I, and they're selling really yeah, fast. No, and, yeah, and, uh, I mean, just a little local news here, sorry to the non-Ottawans in the uh, audience, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're already selling trees in the Byward market across from the laugh and, uh. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a huge section where they sell trees down that yeah. whole pipeline there. Yeah. yeah. The Laugh being uh, the Lafayette, uh, Chateau Lafayette. The Chateau. The, the Chateau, Chateau Lafayette. <laughs> it's the oldest uh, oldest tavern in Ottawa and uh, actually older than Canada itself. And uh, some of the patrons are probably about the same age. I've walked by there and I'm like, oh my God. Oh yeah, no, they're uh, <laughs> weathered. Weathered? <laughs> Jeez. I swear to God, some of those guys, like, they don't move. They just stay oh, no, they're there. Just always there. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like... Well, because it's still, it's still a, uh, a hotel upstairs, right? Like, it, but, right. But, but it's like a long-term stay hotel. Oh, okay. So, like, a lot of those, you know, those those sort of regular guys, like, you know, they live upstairs. They got their tavern downstairs. And yeah, they don't have to go very far. Don't have to go far. The prices are right. They mm-hmm. got their breakfast. They got the newspaper. They're all raring to go. They they're... got the daily chuck wagon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're doing um, $6 breakfast there these days. So, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. The laugh. The laugh. The laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's got character. Yeah. There we go. Great, it's great grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> okay. So that was the St. James. Hmm. Okay, Mr. Bartender. So now we're going to pour um, bamboo. Where? Straight underneath. Let's get the big here? X. You can't miss it. Ah, excellent. Okay. So, yes, this is one of my newest rums uh, here, by the way. This yeah. is one of my, 
uh, that in my collection. And uh, thank you, Doug, for actually introducing me to this rum. Uh, we sat there one night, I think two in the morning, drinking a whole bottle of this. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, there's the bottle. It was like five in the morning. And I'm like, okay, I better get home before Norma wakes up. Because <laughs> she's going to kill me. <laughs> uh, can you pour from there? Yep. Okay. We're seeing bar- Cam's bartending skills. Yeah, here. they're not very you know, good. I've two, got a uh, two handed on the bottle there. Yeah, I've it. got a bit of a tremor. So <laughs> I wonder why the booze shakes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is uh, yes, this is Pumbo Craft uh, Rum from Barbados. Hmm. And oh yeah, I can see the faces smiling right. Like oh, this smells good. Yeah, this smells oh, really good. Jeez, we actually had this at the Tiki Central party. If you remember, oh yeah, you weren't there. Mark remembers. We had this at the Tiki Center party. It, it smells like banana bread. I know it's so. I, yeah, oh my god, that's what it is. Okay, I was, I was, I was saying it smells like Jelly Bellies. Yeah, yeah, which, which of course the banana, banana is the strongest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that smells really good. Oh yeah, this is a good one. This actually is a good sipper if you're looking for a sipping mm. wine, uh, rum. Okay, so yes, it is from Barbados. It is stilled and aged in the island of Barbados at the West Indies Rum Distillery using sugarcane source from the Caribbean and obviously South America and distillery. Here's a cool fact. So using the exact same yeast strain since 1840. So what ended up is that, folks, is that these guys, uh, all these, when people produce rums or spirits or anything like this, they take yeast and they take different kinds of yeast and they kind of combine it and they find a, a perfect equation, let's, let's say, okay, I take, you know, yeast number A, and I take maybe 20% of that. I take, you know, 40% of number yeast number B and whatever. And they make equation and then that that's it. It's locked in. That's their formula for their brand. They've had the same formula since 1840. And they use column stills. Almost all of these, by the way, will be column stills. There is a video from last year on explaining what a column still is compared to a pot still. Uh, not too many pot stills. There is a, I think Jamaica still uses some pot stills. Yes, there's a couple in Barbados. In Barbados as well, yeah. Mm. There's a couple on here we'll, we'll go through that still do pot stills. So the history, okay, of Boomba. Looks like bamboo. 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 Bamboo, okay. Mm. It's an ancient Asian word actually meaning blended of spices. Mm. And so what it is, it is used to describe mixed drinks that pirates and historical figures actually would do. So this goes way back to pirates. So... It, of course, Cam will see it, and uh, on the bottle, there's a big giant X yeah, on the bottle. Yeah, X marks the spot, I suppose. So well, that and, is and the... it's, it's an X made of golden bones. That's right. So that's the pirate part of it. Well, yes, maybe exactly. not, actually. <laughs> Never mind. Disregard that previous comment. <laughs> you can see the rum's already kicked in already. Okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yes, it actually is uh, described mixing drinks by pirates and historical figures. Of course, these drinks are composed of rum, water, and various spices. Hmm. And so that's why you should be smelling all the different things in there. So mm-hmm. when we first smell it, guys, what do we smell? I know we already mentioned like banana bread. Like a very smooth, like gentle sweetness to it. Yeah. And I'm not getting Vanilla? any, I'm not, yeah, like, and I'm not getting any kind of whiff of alcohol. Yeah, it's very subtle. It's super subtle. Um, yeah. So if you're new at rums and you want to get into rum tasting or sampling, mm-hmm. this is a really good rum to work with. Yeah, I mean, it, it smells like banana cream pie. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So let's, let's give, give it a, a shot. Give, yeah. give a sip. So I do taste some spices. There's some spices in there. There is some burn, though. There's a, yep, l- a little bit. subtle burn, yep. not much of a burn, a subtle burn. A lot of caramel. Yeah, caramel in there. Um, again, the vanilla I smell in there. The banana. This is delicious. Chocolate. A little yep. bit of chocolate in there. I really like this one. And cinnamon. On my tongue, like it tastes like cinnamon. I'm not I'm not getting the cinnamon so much, but definitely the brown sugar. Cool. All right. So, he, he, Cam, save some for the ice, will you? <laughs> He's like, where's the bottle? Where's the bottle? Where's the bottle? It's like, okay. All right. So, we're going to add some ice. We're going to swish that around. Oops. 
I know we're classy today. We're using plastic cups. Yep, paper cups actually. <laughs> no, he's no, yeah. plastic. No, this, oh, you're maybe. Oh, I'm, I've oh. got the lousy paper ones. Oh, I, get the I, okay. I can see that the alcohol is eating through the um, <laughs> uh, uh, the wax covering. It's, yeah, uh, I was just gonna say. Yeah. it has a bit of a wax flavor to it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, they're yeah. cheap glasses. Okay, yes, I know. All right, so tasting with the with the ice. Oh yeah, this definitely needs the ice. So what do you what do you what are you getting out of it, Mark? I get a lot less burn. A lot less burn. Are all the flavors still there, or they're washed out? No, the flavors. They're still, still there. It, it actually and it opened up the spiciness. I find. Yeah. yeah. Yes, very much mm. so. It still smells like banana bread. Mm. <laughs> so I, I can't smell anything else yeah. now. It's no, it, no, it's big, big glasses. Yeah. We use really big glasses. No, I mean, like, once you get that in your head, right? You're yeah, yeah, it's game over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's banana bread. Yeah, so this doesn't have much, has almost zero burn to it. Uh, in the aftertaste? Not really, eh? Little sweetness on the sides of my tongue, that's it. Okay. Really nice. I really like that one. Yep. So this is a really good one for, like I said, if you're starting out in rums or you really are not a boozy person. Like if you're one of like, say, you know, if you don't watch or listen to the show and you're like Paula or Norma and not too much in the boozy part of it, this is a good rum to use for mixing for sure. Mm -hmm. I can see that being in a daiquiri. Yep. You know what I mean? Because the banana in there. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. And like, and like if vanilla? you get some coconut and stuff. Yep. Oh yeah. Definitely can see that in the daiquiri. Rum and this and vanilla Coke. Oh, oh boy. there we go. So I actually did supply the guys with donuts <laughs> for in between the rums so we can actually, you know, mm. clean our palates, so to speak. Cool. It's a rum tastes good donut situation. Rum tastes don't. <laughs> okay, Bart Simpson. <laughs> I mean, uh, Homer Simpson. Donut. <laughs> okay, so the next one we're going to do is... Is there anything they can't do? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so the next one, we actually, last year we did the Plantation Three Star White Rum. This year we're doing the Plantation Grand Reserve from Barbados. So yeah, everyone get their cup. There we go. Um, on this show, well, on this year, actually, there's no white rums. And the reason why is because I don't have a lot of white rums in my, my repertoire. I do have Havana Club. I do have Bacardi. I do have um, the Plantation Three Star one, which I use a lot. That's good. He's trying to booze me up here. Holy jeez, he's trying to loosen up the host here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Gotta get that pole out of your ass. Uh, oh, there <laughs> we go. Damn, I, well, I thought it was only lovingly, lovingly. I thought that was Norma's job. Uh, <laughs> hey, what you guys do in your bedrooms? None of my business. How you do? And your... it's not on the show either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like a... How you do your cleaning is your business. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so this is uh yes, yeah, so plantation. This is the uh, Grand Reserve from Barbados. The bottle's kind of cool. It's like this orange color to it and then it's got like wrapping like kind of uh what would you call that wrap i like, think it might be like sugarcane leaf or something that's yeah, been some kind like of leafy dried wrap. and kind of yeah scrapped really around cool. it yeah yeah, yeah it kind of looks cool. like a hanging light thing right yeah, exactly. yeah like a lantern yeah. or yeah, something fish yeah. thing. exactly yeah so this is a column still one it has to be aged for at least three years and it actually is aged in cognac barrels interesting uh-huh brandy barrels yes yeah. so cognac fernad is the uh cognac producer who was situated in the Francis region. And so for years, his company was had special relationships with varieties of Caribbean rum producers. And so I guess what he was doing, he was supplying them with barrels. And then eventually he got to the point where he's, you know what, I'm going to actually bring my bring some Caribbean rum back to France in my own factory, in my own distillery. All right. So, and uh, do it myself, actually produce rum in, in France. And so he was using cognac barrels. Okay, makes sense. Right. Yeah. And so there is going to be some characteristics of brandy in this rum. Uh, we're going to see. So from the initial smell, what do we smell? Hmm. I'm actually not smelling a ton of much. It just, it it's smells. very soft. Yeah. Maybe like cinnamon, a bit of spiciness a to it. A little bit of vanilla. Yeah. No, I'm with you. There's not a lot coming out of there. No. 
Let me swirl. Very subtle. Mm, give it a taste. All right, let's give it a taste. Let's see what I get. Let's, let's give it a taste and see what we got here. Oh, it's actually interesting. Okay, so it's, it's very smooth to, yeah, it's mm. very smooth on palate, not very much of a burn on it. Yeah, I got the cinnamon now, though. The cinnamon in yeah. there, yeah. What else we got going on there? Orange, like an orange peel kind of process, maybe? Yeah, like I, a, I think a, that's a, actually like a tangy kind of. That's what I was getting uh, from the first sip there, I think. I yeah. think it's like an orange peel kind of tangy kind of taste, like a citrus Yeah, like a zest, a zest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, so I'm going to add some ice to that. As you notice, this year, everyone, by the way, everyone has their own ice. Um, last year, Cam was in charge of ice, and so I figured I didn't want to double dip him this year. So he's in charge of the rum, so this way we all are in charge of our own ice. Yeah. Because <laughs> by, by the 10th rum, by the 10th rum, you might not be able to do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be chucking the ice on you. All right, so we got ice in it now. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. So about the same smell, like I'm not getting anything. Okay, so it got a little more boozier, like that came more to the forefront. There's a bit of a burn there now. Yeah, it kind of uh, supplanted the, the citrus tang. Mark, what you got over there? I'm just trying to... Analyze yeah, it. The, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> well, the, at the front part, there's not a lot going on. Very similar, just yeah. it kind of dosed down what we had before. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to get the back end here now. <laughs> Mark, put the bottle down. <laughs> That's right. Like, yeah. I'm curled up here now. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is my happy place. We need a fireplace. Yeah, you, get, you get the citrus and not much burn on the way back. Yeah. Down on the back end of it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's nice. It's a good mm -hmm. rum. Very mild. Very mild. So this yeah. is another one that... I guess it would be a good rum if you had another rum that was very high, let's say like a 151 or something. So you can kind of almost do is if you have a 150 rum and a tiki drink uh, recipe, this would almost kind of bring it down to a, a more tangible or more... Like manageable kind of... Manageable, yeah. So I'm trying to find a word. Manageable, basically, uh, tolerance, right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't want to like overpower something. So this would bring kind of tone it down a bit, I think. No? Yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Whatever drinks you want, you can put this in. Yeah. And you just get like a hint of rum, you know, yeah, exactly. so a little a step up from the, like, say, the white rums. Yes. That kind of thing. Exactly, give you a little yeah. bit of flavor in there. Yeah, I think that's what I would characterize this as. It's basically a white rum with a little bit of touch to it, like yeah. a little bit of a little bit zip to it. Yeah, like I, I think, I mean, basically, we got, like you said, Mark, like I'd say this would be good for kind of like introductory rum drinkers to a certain extent. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, like, we've got a lot of people actually, this is one of the, by the way, when we did this show last year, I looked at the stats at the year. This was the second highest download episode of the yeah, entire yeah. year yeah. so people really do want to know like rums do i use like which ones are good and where they come from and what do they give me yeah. you know in return yeah. so i'm glad that we're doing that and we're helping people out uh it's a fun way of doing it of course we're, <laughs> drinking, we're drinking rum while we're doing it yes but, yes know. um totally altruistic on my part <laughs> that's right yeah. and, you know, and for mark this is quotations research yeah, yeah, that's you know. Know. <laughs> no this is just tuesday yeah <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you, it's actually Sunday. Sunday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost a few days in the process there, Mark. What? <laughs> That's what happens when he doesn't go to work. He's like, oh, yeah, what days again now? Yeah, why are these people all wearing masks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God. Okay, so we're going to go on to now. This is our fourth one. One, two, yeah, three, four, four. Four. Okay. Diplomatico rum from Venezuela. Okay. All right. So Venezuelan one, rum. By the way, there's a few bottles here that I've never cracked. So this is one of them. Oh, it appears to have been. No, no. I, I opened it prior because I figured, you know what? Cam might not be able to open it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's wax seals. There we go. <laughs> it's not like a beer bottle where you're like, oh, I just twist off the cap and away it goes there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Less likely to. Yeah. Cut oh, myself, one more. though. Yeah. Sorry, I've got a little bit of a drip on the side there. That's all right. Just lick it. 
<laughs> just wipe it off. It's it's all good. No, no, just yeah, yeah. Okay. Where's Foxy? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, where's Foxy? Yeah. That's all we need to do is get the dog drunk. Yeah, yeah. We go, <laughs> yeah man. She she's an angry drunk too for a corgi. <laughs> Awesome. So yes, so this bottle has just been cracked today. So even I don't even know what's in this bottle. Cool looking bottle, although a little bit ominous. Yes, yes. Well, we're going to explain exactly why it looks that way. Okay. So yeah, this is a Venezuela rum. So the distilling process. So rum is produced from both column stills and pot stills. So it's a combination of both of them. And then they do is they blend those rums. It has to be at least 12 years. So what's it say on the bottle? Does it say a age on that uh, bottle, by the way? I didn't even uh, look. Not really. Let's eh? have a look here. Not anywhere, uh, up, right? It doesn't look... Uh, I don't believe like it actually it. has an age statement. Right. No. So one of the things we mentioned on the last show, the rum tasting show, and we want to clarify for you guys, by the way. So when you go buy something, scotch, rum, whatever it is, and it has an age on it, that is the youngest aged rum or whatever distillery or sorry, spirit that's in there. So in other words, if it says, say it says five years, okay, the rum says five years on the bottle, the it's still going to be a blend. Right. But the youngest rum that's in there is five years. Okay. So you could have a seven, a 10, a 12 in there, mm -hmm. but the youngest one is the age on the bottle. Okay. But you have to be careful. It actually says that. Yes. Right. It actually <laughs> has to say seven years old. Yeah. Like for instance, there's a couple of rums that are 20th anniversary. That's not the oh, same thing. Oh, that's sneaky. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah that's not the same and thing. there's other ones out there. They have the Solera process. Right. So it's the oldest rum, which is that age, ah, not okay. the youngest. Ah, so the reverse of the process. So, so, so the Solera process. Yeah, that's the thing that they've done for brandies and cognacs for years. Okay. Where you take a barrel, then you have, it sits there. Mm -hmm. Then after X number of years, you take a little bit out of the oldest barrel mm -hmm. and put it in. Right, and okay. Then, and then you, next year, so now it, stuff in there is 11 years, so you take mm -hmm. the 10 year, put and it with the 11 it. year. Okay. Right, And right, so right. by the end, you have, yes, there is rum in there or whatever liquor mm -hmm. that's 20 years old. Yeah, but... but there's, so there's also stuff in there that's only two years old. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Sneaky. Yeah, but it's a Sneaky. process, and if the if the if you like the taste of it, well, yeah, okay, uh, as right. um, yeah, this Ian, um, I'll remember his name in a minute. Uh, says the best rum is the one you have in your hand. Yeah. Ah, right. there we point. go. Good point. Got a good point. So the distillery lies on the foot of the Andes Mountains in Venezuela, and actually uses the purest water running off the mountain to make the best rums it can. Hmm. So Don. Don Juancho Nieto Melendez. You know what? I'm glad that you're here because I'm not going to be able to pronounce that. There's yep. no effing way. That's not going to happen. Anyway, so Don is a character that inspired the creation of the Diplomatico. Mm -hmm. Okay. His actually, his portrait is illustrated on the label okay. of the product. So Don sampled an exhausting array of, of exotic liquors and rums on his travels around the Caribbean. He was so impressed that he actually had his own collection of beverages and was quite famous among his friends, and also was known as the Ambassador Reserves. <laughs> kind of like, hey, let's go over to Don's house. He's got some good stuff over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, so anyways, yes, a clear reference to his own class and good nature. So, yes, so Don basically started off as a fan of rums, mm -hmm. and basically then, hey, I'm going to make my own rum. So there we go. So, cool. what do oh, we smell? So before I forget, it's Ian Burrell. Yes. And he's a Brit and uh, of Jamaican heritage, and he is... The self-proclaimed world ambassador of rum. Ah, there you which go. Which is an amazing job. He's even brought a bar, tiki bar, to Antarctica. No, Antarctica. Yeah. Oh, wow. my God. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, so Ian's term is the, the best rum is the one you have in your hand. That's true. Yeah. At the time, anyway. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He's a wise man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so smelling. You're going to get the, uh, the all the spices. Yeah, spices are in there for sure. And you're going to get the sweetness because. Yeah, you're going to get cinnamon in there. 
Yep, some walnut in there, allspice in there. But it's that boozy. It doesn't smell boozy. It just smells like, you know, like you're baking, like a whole yeah. bunch of spices thrown mm-hmm. together. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're making like, I don't know. Yeah. But it's very sweet. All right. So we're going to taste it here. Yeah? Yes. Mm. Yes. Go for it. Mm. Holy smokes. Oh, yes. Very that is sweet. very yeah, yeah. sweet. Yeah, so it, it definitely has added sugar. Right. So they added some okay. stuff in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now. That doesn't make it bad. It just makes it added sugar. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> we want to clarify yeah, that. Yeah, it's an important distinction. Yeah. 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 Lots yeah. of caramel in the non-iced. Uh, yeah. Yep, for sure. Yep. yep. This is actually the uh, the only rum that my wife will drink straight. No way. Hey, a cool fact that we did not know. There you mm. go. There we go. First time I had this was in a place called The Rum Bar. <laughs> well, that's appropriate. Well, that's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In uh, Key West. And uh, it was part of a flight rum flight I had, and, uh, and it came shining out because it was so sweet. Right. And it was mm-hmm. like, it was great because it was the last rum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And, so uh, it... and it's also really cheap down there. Ah. So it's a good thing all around. All right. So we've added some ice to it now. Let's see what we get out of this now. So yeah, definitely the sweetness is better under control. It's like, yeah. it's also yeah. washed it a little bit out. Like it's a little like, bit. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. So it no... makes, it makes it a really nice after dinner drink, almost in the brandy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that's what the sweetness does. Give this rum. Yes. I wouldn't mix it with anything. No, this would be a good in a sniffer, like you said, right after yeah. dinner, you're kind yeah, of sitting yeah. around with the boys or you know, whatever, and you're just having a nice little drink. Yeah. For sure. No, yeah. this is no, a I good like straight up, even adding ice a little bit, washes it out a bit. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to drink it without ice. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just a little too no, sweet for if me. If you are going to use yeah. it as a mixer, yes. you don't need any sweetener. But don't you find? Yeah, I guess it, not. Yeah, like no simple syrup or anything right. to yeah. use in this stuff. So mm-hmm. here's here's the question to mark to you because I mean obviously we're we're trying this one out. Wouldn't you think that you're almost going to lose all the characteristics of this rum because you're going to add it to stuff? No, it's going to come through. All the you flavor, the vanilla, through? and that okay. kind of stuff is going to come. Like if you just have a regular rum, like a regular white rum or yeah. something like that, this flavor will still come through. I okay. think this is better sipper. Yes. Than a mixer. Yes. But if you mm-hmm. are going to mix, that's the only thing you have, and you want to make a daiquiri. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. you don't need the sugar. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. No, for sure. Also, too, if you're going to mix it with another rum, like I think your good suggestion would be is use it with a white rum. Because then if you use it with anything else, I think you're going to take away from what it has. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. And it's also a reasonable price rum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, the, that's a reserve one, and that was, I think, 35 bucks. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So it's right right middle of the road there. That's exactly, right. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they, they try to market it as like a high-end rum. But it does look like a high-end rum. But if you look yeah. at the bottle, well, it used, can't... They tried it for a while, but... Mm-hmm. They used to be like 75 almost $100 here at the LCBO. Oh, jeez. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, and so yeah. they finally sort of found their price point. Yeah. Well, I, I uh. kept wondering why, considering the state of Venezuela, why it was still expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. hello. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a, like I say, it's a great after dinner rum. Oh, for sure. So I have to ask you, Mark, I mean, I don't know if, if the rum, you, you, you know, all the rums we have here, is there a particular rum that you go to, like is your... Like say after dinner rum or the one that you would use for mixing, making Mai Tais with, is there certain rums that you like? Under... I tend, oh, if it's a white rum, I tend to reach for the Havana Club. Yeah, you're kind of like me. Okay. And, and I... then for the darker rums, I tend to end or end, reach for uh, <laughs> Appleton 12. Appleton. So Appleton is your go-to. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That, you know what? That, that makes sense because Appleton is kind of like this nice Jamaican funk rum. Like hoping maybe I could grab some on the way here. and Yeah. <laughs> Craig, look what I got. Let's try this. Let's try this. It's not going to happen. No. Okay. So the next rum we're going to do is another one that I have never tried yet. I have haven't. Cr- I cracked it open for for Cam so I can open it. So you're going to give me a little more than usual here, Cam, on this because this is my sure. first time of this. 
Man, his hands are shaking. Oh, boy. Yeah. Jesus, man. No, no. It's, it's, uh, too much caffeine? What's going on there? Uh? Too much caffeine. It's uh, <laughs> It runs in my family. No, it runs in my family as oh, well. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. No, my brother's got it. My dad had it. So, this next rum is a really cool rum that I bought clearly on just the name alone. It was as soon as I saw it, and it is a rare item to see. As soon as you see it, grab it. This is one of those rums even Mark was just talking about where, like, as soon as you see it, you got to grab it because it'll be gone like that. And this is called the Real McCoy. Anyway, so yes, this one, a reason why I bought it is because of the name, and it has a lot of history to it. I've never tried this rum. I've never even heard of somebody even trying this rum, but I had to buy it because, first of all, it's a rare item. The guy, even when I went to, to the cash with it, he says, yes, it comes in and it's gone within like... Right. So you, you see it, and then you don't see it for another year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Real McCoy Rum from Barbados. Again, yes, I know, Barbados. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be a blend of pot and column stilled rums. Um, it has to be at least age 12 years with no sugar or color added. Okay. Yep. And well, wow, that's a really dark color. The, yeah. And it's the real McCoy. Yeah. There we go. So which company is that? So everybody knows. Uh, let's see. Let's have a look here. Legendary rum runner, Bill McCoy. Yeah. yeah no, that's just the, that's the, oh, no, it's four, square, four, four square distillery. Four square, dark, four square distillery. distillery. Yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, yeah the, the distillery that does it is a four square distillery in Barbados, which actually supplied Mr. Real McCoy. Not his rum back in the days. Right. When he was a rum runner. Yes. So I actually just put on here, and it's funny, <clears> for the history, I didn't need to do a big, huge bio on it. I actually just said, let's tell the story. So the cool story about it, because if anyone's a tiki guy, he knows the story, and Mark knows the story, and I think Cam has heard a story yeah, before. Yeah, I've definitely heard okay. it before. Yeah. So there was a guy named William McCoy, and when it happened was that during Prohibition, okay, just, sorry, let me go back, roll back. So William McCoy ran a yacht company and a shipyard company. Back in the days out of Florida. Was it Florida? Yes, Florida. And then Prohibition kicked in. Now, what he did is he saw an opportunity, because rum was basically all of these spirits being banned during Prohibition, that he could transport rum from Jamaica or Barbados or wherever down the Caribbean and bring it up to the States. Now, the couple things that would happen, though, is that one... He would bring it up, and a lot of these guys would bring it up, and they'd water it down, right? Even the guys making the rums and the whiskeys and all that stuff. Yeah, they cut it yeah. with something. In the States, yeah. they cut it, okay? William didn't believe in that. He believed in whatever product I get on my boat is exactly what you're going to get. So he was really known for the real deal or the real McCoy. Right. Okay? Right. And so what he would do is he found out through time that when you came back into the States and you get to a certain distance from this, the shore, you're still in international waters. Well, yeah, so what I happened think it's is two, 200 miles, I think. Uh, back then, it's three miles. Oh, my goodness. That was it, three miles. Okay. So a lot of these guys would, who try to duplicate him and like, okay, I could do this too. I could smuggle rum too. Mm-hmm. Would bring it all the way to the ports and then get busted. Sure. By the Coast Guard or sure. whatever, or, you know, inspectors or whatever. He realized after a while, like, no, I don't need to go to port. I can go three miles out to the international line mm-hmm. and then have these guys come out in small boats and buy from me. <laughs> and therefore, the risk is not on me, it's, it's on, on them. them. Right. And so what happened was that these small boats would be chasing back to, you know, the mainland, right. going back to ports, yeah. and the Coast Guard would chase them down. But there so, were so many of them. Some, well, first of all, so many of them. So what ended up happening also, too, is that these boats realized that we need to get, be faster. Oh, okay, okay, So therefore, okay, okay. The, the, the creation of the speed boats. Right, the go-fast boats, yeah. Came into play. Interesting. And so, yes, that's where the story of the real McCoy came from. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about the Blue Nose, uh, the Blue Nose 2 on our, uh, what is it, the dime? The nickel. Yes. Uh, it was a, it was the fastest sailing ship of its time. And I think it was originally used for rum running or something I like that. Yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that. Yeah. Cool. So, let's give this a smell. This is... Uh... 
This is fabulous, by the way. I haven't, I haven't, I have yet to try it, so this is really kind of exciting for me. You smell everything in there. Yeah, it's got a very spicy, it's got a fair amount of booziness to the smell. Yeah, spices, I could smell the spices right away. And you can smell oak. It. I can smell the oak. Definitely can, oak. I got yeah. the jar yeah. in there, you can yeah. get a yeah. bit of smoke in there, that's great. Yeah, smoke in there. So let's give it a little bit of a sip there, and you guys tell me what you think. Oh, that's freaking heaven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be a little, a little more descriptive, Mark? I don't think heaven is on the page of descriptions. Well, of... it's got uh, very little burn at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you got the you got the flavors. You can all the ones you could smell. Mm-hmm. They were like kind of indistinct. Mm-hmm. You, you taste them as soon as you right at the very front. You got the you got the spices and that kind of stuff, and you can get the smoke and the oakiness. Oakiness, yeah, a little bit of chocolate in there. Um, also, too, like I don't know about you, but I got the burn at the beginning. So if there's any burn, it's almost at the very beginning, and then it sort of subtles out once I'm, as I'm tasting. Yeah, it. no, I mean, like I'm finding like definitely the spiciness on the on the front of my tongue, but it's it's even more, it's like there's a tingle to it, like a there's a bit yeah. of a burn like right on the front of my tongue. It's uh, it's nice. This one actually, to me, it kind of tastes like the archetypal rum, like tastes like rum. Mm-hmm. You know, you never mistake this for anything else. Yeah, like yeah. in other words, this wouldn't be vodka, this wouldn't be whiskey, this wouldn't be whatever. It's well, got that. It, yeah, yeah, like like it's it's immediately identifiable as this is rum. rum. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very nice. It's, it's the yeah. real it's a real McCoy. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah this is definitely a uh, a sipper. Sipper, yeah, okay. The, yep. the, and yep. you got the little bit of the smoke in there, and you the cigar. This it's oh, it's it, it, it actually what what it reminds me of is a PD Scotch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, this yep. is that would be heaven. So, is this heaven for someone who's starting into rum tasting, or is this someone who's starting to be, um, develop his palate and wants to get a little expanded a bit? No, I would say this: if you find this in the store and you want to get into rum and you want to start with a good rum, buy it. Buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I agree. Like, even you know, I mean, I'm not exactly yeah. a you know a connoisseur, but this is this is very nice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can go up and get really expensive rums and this kind of stuff. This is like a mid range price, and yeah. it's. Uh, if you see it, buy it and enjoy mm-hmm. it. You can share it with your friends. And I think that's an illusion that a lot of people that are not experts on anything, for example, say wine, okay? So many have the, people have the illusion that the more expensive the wine is, the better it is. That's mm-hmm. not the case. No. And it's the same thing with rums. There's lots of rums I have on my, my shelf that are in the 20 to $30 market, but they're really good rums. Like, they're, they're high-quality rums. You know what I mean? So you don't have to go spend $75, $100 on yeah, these yeah. bottles you see. Yeah. You know, you see this, I, I go to the, when I go to the LCBO, there's a whole bunch on the top shelf there. They're like, you know, XOs and, you know, yes, there are some 25 years that I would love to obviously get some down the line, but I don't need to get those to get a good quality rum. I could spend $30, $40 and get a top of the line rum, you know, like this, like this one. Right. Yeah. 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 So, assuming yeah, it's the, available. Yeah. <laughs> assuming it's available mm-hmm. because there's a lot of like high end craft rums now that are really hitting the market. So you're talking like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Exactly. But yeah. there's only... The reason they're expensive is because there's not a lot of them. Very right. small they, batches. They make one yeah. barrel or yeah. two barrels of it. Yeah, where something it. like this is just... Exactly, man. Do it. Just go buy it. Bang on. Yep. Woohoo! All Let's right, try it so, with a little uh, ice now. Oh, yes. I, oh, I totally forgot the ice part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, you really, like... I mean, I haven't tried it with ice yet, but I certainly didn't feel it needed any ice. Yeah. No, it's very smooth. No, sure. it does not. But we're going to do that anyway because we want to see what it does. Yeah, I agree. Actually, it's better without the ice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you add the ice to it already? Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, it just kind of waters it down. Actually, the vanilla for me, the vanilla and some other stuff comes out of it right away. Hmm. The vanilla right off the top came right out. I tasted it right away. But you didn't taste before without the ice. Yeah, no, it de- it does open it up a bit. I guess I just really like it without ice. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, all you listen, there's a lot more flavor, like nose wise, mm-hmm. with the ice. But 
I want the full thing when I'm sipping it. Yeah, but as I'm saying is that I think that the spiciness kind of came down a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like other stuff came out. It was like, this is vanilla in there. I can smell. There's more. Obviously, yeah, the oak and the smokiness is in there for sure. I'm finishing this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there is a couch behind us. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> oh, God. There we go. So we're halfway through. Two more of those, please. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Forget the rest. Yeah. Well, I got that cracked that open because I've, I've actually saved that for a special occasion. And hey, what better way to do it than with yeah. my friends? There Yay. we go. Yay. <laughs> so what are we going on to now? Ah, Captain. So this actually is a really cool one. The story behind this one is actually, I bought the Captain Morgan. This is called Captain Morgan Private Stock from Puerto Rico. Hmm. Now, I bought this bottle a long, long time ago. I never cracked it. And okay, this is the funniest story I've ever. So I'm at a family reunion and it's in a barn. In the country, okay, so all these country folks, mm -hmm. yes, there's outhouses. There's not even a washroom in the house. It's an okay, outhouse, yeah, okay? So. Cows and, and horses all around Rustic, everywhere. Rustic, yeah. They, they're actually cooking off black bear as part of the buffet. Mm -hmm. That's how rustic they got, okay? And this guy, this guy, his name Scott, shows up, and he has a bottle with him. And this is the first time I've ever met this guy. And he's just like, hey, Craig, welcome to the family. And da, da. Mm -hmm. He goes, but I've got something. He opens up his jacket and pulls it out. Like, it's almost like he doesn't want anyone else to Contraband, see it. Contraband. Yeah. He doesn't want anyone else to see it, right? And he's like, hey, go get, grab two glasses. So I'll grab two glasses and come back. And we sat there and almost polished off this bottle. You're kidding me. No. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> and we're just like cracking up. And, yeah, and no one caught on that we're just like, these two guys are sitting way just in the back of the family reunion. getting liquor. Getting liquored. And yeah. no one caught on. And if anything is, I think like halfway through the bottle, and eventually tried out the Black Bear. Which was tough as nails, by the way. Um, the problem with, with having bear, trying bear out, is that you have to cook the crap out of it because there's like um, parasites. Parasites. Yeah, same with the uh, caribou. So it is tough as nails. And I'm trying to sing, I'm trying to chew it. It's almost like jerky. Like I'm trying to chew it and I'm like, like, okay, and try to get it down. And like eventually, you know, I gave up. My, my teeth were getting sore just trying to chew yeah. it. I've been told that I have no way of knowing if this is factual in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Uh, but uh, Taken under advisement. <laughs> that's right. Uh, allegedly, bear meat is as close to human meat as you can get. No really? way. Well, I mean, if you've ever, I, I remember I was reading a, an article on, you know, it was conservation or something like that, and uh, they showed a picture of a, of a skinned bear, and it's uncanny how much it looks, it, it, it looks like, like a, a human, human body. Yeah, wow. it's, it's quite, I thought the closest thing to human was pig. Pork, hence long pig. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, apparently long, and I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently like the, um, you know, cannibalistic societies, some of them oh, would geez. refer to like white people. Yes. Uh, like, you know, the explorers or whatever as yes. oh, long pig. Yeah. All right. So yes, this is Captain Morgan's private stock. It's from Puerto Rico. Mm. Uh, the price range on this, I think was about $40. So it's a little bit on the, no, it's not top end, but I mean. You know, it's on the high yeah. end of normal. Of, of normal, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, processing, it is a column steel. It has to be aged for at least two years. It is a blended rum, so basically they do is they take the best of both barrels, all the barrels, and blend them together. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> this actually is um, the company's most premium spiced, so this is a spiced rum. Yeah, and you can definitely smell the... Uh, oh, we're already yeah. on the samples there, okay, yeah. Mm. So, let's give it a little bit of history there. So, mm. Captain Morgan brand was created in 1945, and named after, of course, the famous part we all know, and actually was a governor of Jamaica at the end of his retirement. So when he retired as a pirate, he went back to England and they said, you know what? Hey, why don't we make you governor of Jamaica? 
and need and that way you can like you know run the country the way you want and obviously protect it from other are you yeah, making me happy uh, <laughs> the guy you murdered and tortured tens of thousands i know yeah, yeah. let's make him a governor yes, yeah. <laughs> so not much has changed in politics. Oh, no, no. Yeah. but here, actually here's a cool story so okay Here's the cool story. Not, not too many people know some like I've read some research and whatever. So Captain Morgan, okay, goes back and becomes the governor of Jamaica. He dies, okay, in Jamaica, obviously, and in a place called Port Royal. Okay. They actually gave a two-day grace for parts to come into the dock to pay their to respects. To pay their respects. So wow. in other words, we're not going to, you know, judge you or hang <laughs> you or prosecute you. Come in for two days, give your respects, whatever. Mm. So a month after Captain Morgan dies, mm-hmm. the island has an earthquake and Port Royal completely submerges underwater. Sinks into the ocean, literally. Cuts right off the island and sinks into the water. Oh my God. So Captain Morgan is in there somewhere. Right, he's, he's buried mist. in the waves, yeah, in Davy and Jones's locker. Exactly. And mm-hmm. one of the things actually I also read too is that Jamaica is now looking at it as an opportunity to be a tourist site. So what they're going to do is they're going to build these air tubes or tunnels. Right, that you can yeah. walk in. Oh, and wow. see the hidden city. That's really cool. So you'll see Port Royal underwater. underwater. Yeah. Dang. What on earth could go wrong? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't Another know about earthquake? you, but, well, I mean, earthquake, earthquake. I'd be more worried about the angry uh, ghost of Captain Morgan, you know, demanding to know why his sleep has been disturbed. But, that's it. But maybe that's not high on the priorities of that's the uh, civil engineers. I don't no, know. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> So on the bottle, you'll see above the label, there actually is two swords that are crossing embossed on the glass, referring to the Captain Morgan, the privateer, and Captain Morgan rum. And on the left side of the label, you actually see the portrait of the privateer. Is that an actual portrait or just like a branding image, I wonder? I, get, I wonder if it's a branding yeah, image. Yeah. Now, here's a cool, actually, fact, because like everyone's like, oh, Captain Morgan, you know, the rum runner. I'm like, Captain Morgan actually didn't, was, had nothing to do with rum. He had zero to do with rum. Oh. Did you know that? I did until not. He, until he went to Jamaica. So what happened was that when he was a pirate, okay, he would invade Spanish uh, ships and French ships. Now, yeah, because he was a privateer for the Brits, right? right? Yeah. So Spanish ships have brandy. French ships would have wine. Right, you, no rum. No rum. It was only when he became governor of Jamaica that he actually got involved in the rum. I see. So everyone has this illusion, like, oh, Captain Morgan, the rum runner. Like, yeah. No. Well, no, and he no. predates, like, I mean, he prohibition by at least a couple hundred years, right? Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. yeah. There we go. All right. So what do, what do we smell, Captain? Mm. Spice, a little bit of vanilla. Yeah, vanilla, bit of spice. Maybe a bit of caramel. Definitely vanilla, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of vanilla, lots of... Uh, brown sugar. All spice type or cinnamon type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I smell a bit of brown sugar and caramel. I definitely smell the caramel in there. All right, so yeah. we're gonna give, we give it a little bit of a taste. A little Ciparino. It tastes like a spiced rum. Oh, it's very sweet. Yeah. It's yeah, very it's, sweet. It's, Brown it's, sugar. It's, it's almost yep. syrupy sweet. Like a little bit of taste, a hint of coconut um, in there. Yep. It, it, it tastes good. Yep. But it's, I'm going to guess it's probably going to be more palatable with some ice. Now, here's the funny part. This is one of the reasons why we polish off this glass, this bottle. Mm-hmm. It's just, you can so see it's, smooth. It's so yeah. smooth. Yeah. There's almost zero burn to it. Yeah. It's, it's got just, a nice caramel taste to it. It's just a little bit sugar watery. Like, like, yeah, it's like brown sugar. Yeah. You know, did yeah, you have yeah. a headache the next day? Oh, boy. I bet he did. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slept, slept through it. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what. You ask Norma and she'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to add some ice into it now, folks. Here we go. There we go. That's some ice. Ba-da, ba-da. Swirl, 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 swirl. Well, that last uh, sip was very sp- spicy. 
Hmm. Spicy. Okay, so yeah, so spices in your taste in there. Yep, for sure. Okay, now we've added some ice to it now. Yeah, so you see, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's still quite sweet, um, yeah. but I'm getting like, like the smell, I mean. Um, mm -hmm. There's no like alcohol burn of the smell. Brown sugar, I can definitely taste in there now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Caramel, brown sugar, some spice in there, a hint of coconut in there, nutmeg for sure. Yeah, no, I much prefer it with the ice. Okay, so we're su our suggestion is ice with it. That, oh, yeah. That, yeah. 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 Okay. This is... Six rums in, mm. it's finally kicked in. All right, so Mark, what is your your position with the ice there in there? Absolutely. It's um, the sweetness. Well, I'd, I'd actually let the ice melt a bit more and make it a little bit less sweet. Yeah, like it could... Um... That being said, there's a number of uh, recipes that call for uh, spiced rum. It's almost like a baking. Like if I was baking... Yeah. yeah. Well, this it, would be a good rum, you know what I mean? It's like rum from concentrate, almost. Like, you gotta add a little bit of water to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but I mean, like, it's good. the taste of it, it's, it's almost nice. like, you know? I feel like I'm baking something. Like, I'm gonna bake cookies or something, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, it's like, almost like, I don't, it, it's it's not gingerbread, but it's like gingerbread adjacent, you know? Like, it would like, go... with like, all the spices and stuff. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, yeah. Again, this I'm is trying a... trying to think of what I'd have with this. I think this would be a good, again, sipper, straight up, well, adding the ice, I think, is like, it brings up the characteristics for sure. I could see this as an after yes. dinner. After dinner. Yeah. yeah. An aperitif. Um, because of it being a spicy rum, would this be a good mixer? This would be great in eggnog. I was just about to say the same <laughs> thing, actually. Oh, yeah. I'm like, it tastes like Christmas. Well, That's yeah, what it is. We've, yeah. We got Christmas coming, so there if you want to taste like Christmas, well, I, know like what Christmas. I'm, I know what I'm getting my mom. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Captain Morgan, private stock. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> There we go. We figured it out. Yeah. yeah. And his mom's going to be like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom looks at a just, bottle of wine and she gets drunk. Mom, you know? she, mom yeah. crack it open and just drink it, okay? Yeah, come on. Come on. Chug, yeah. chug. We're in COVID right now. Just enjoy it, okay? There you go. Yeah. So it's a Christmas rum. Yep. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yep. It definitely would be a Christmas rum. Yeah. Warm nights uh, sitting in front of a fire. Oh, my God. It's yeah. so good with the ice yeah. in it, too. Oh, Jesus. Man, maybe, uh, Mark, on our way back, uh, we could stop at the LC. You know, there's going to be snow tonight. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, we're getting a first snowstorm uh, this tonight. Apparently, yeah. We're supposed to get 20 to 40 centimeters or something. Oh, uh, boy. Hey, for, I... you, uh, for, for you uh, American listeners, that's uh, yeah, ballpark like a uh, little under two feet. <laughs> well, a little under one foot to a little under two feet. Right, right. Yeah. So, so I mean, in other words, yeah. they, they got a, I fired up my snowblower. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because well, you don't want to be like, no, no, because it's funny. So I, I fired up my snowblower. I think it was like in the middle of October. Well, just to check it at like, like make sure it was. Yeah. yeah. And my neighbors looked at me and I'm like, look, I don't want to, because it's COVID right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do not want to be the guy that's 20 snowblowers in to get fixed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, great. Um, snow's coming down and I don't have a snowblower. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's at the shop. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's assuming they don't completely shut down all the shops. <laughs> exactly. So I figured, you know what? I better start yeah. to sing in middle of October, make yeah. sure it's up and running. Stitching time <laughs> saves nine, that's as they right. say. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to do the Havana Club Seven Year Rum, and of course, Cam nope, already got the I, wrong nope, one. Nope, I grabbed the wrong bottle. <laughs> there we go. Because that looks like Havana Club. There. Uh, <laughs> no, I just I, I skipped it. I grabbed the next one because I'm. Uh, He's jumping ahead, folks. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm getting a little concerned about my ability to survive another five of these. <laughs> Jeez. Well, Actually, no, we're four. Yeah, we're okay. four. Oh, well, that's fine. I okay. Yeah. yeah, we're all good now. I forgot how to count. Yeah. So here's the thing. We've done Havana Club in the past. We did... Uh, math, math is hard. So last year we did Havana Club, the ritual, which is the Good. spicy one, um, which is weird because they actually had the cinnamon at the end of the process. So it's an artificial cinnamon flavor. So it's not even really considered a, a cinnamon spiced rum. It's kind of weird. It is, but it's not. Okay. So yeah. So Havana Club obviously is a Cuba rum. So let's give it a little bit of distilled process. Sorry. Just distill distillation. Di thank you. I'm, 
And then rum kicking in. Distillation uh, facts and some history facts. Okay, so the, the entire production of this rum takes at least 14 years. The youngest drops that are aged in this rum is seven years. So if you look on the bottle, it does say seven years. So that means right. that the youngest rum that's in there is seven years, but the oldest that could be in there is 14. Okay. Just so you know. Okay, it is a calm stilled, and they use, obviously, like we talked about, the bourbon barrels. So Havana Club was originally, is, of course, is owned by the government. So when it happens that Bacardi was in, in Cuba, originally it was uh, the original producer of rum in Cuba. Then, of course, we had the uh, takeover, right? Cuban Revolution. Cuban Revolution. And so then, of course, they were like, well, yeah, we're going to take all your assets and control them. Yeah, yeah, so they Bacardi nationalized was like, everything. Um, yeah. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. And so long. left yeah. and went to Puerto Rico. Right. Okay. So then what happened was that they made this company called Havana Club. Okay, so Havana Club was originally owned by a family called the Archibella family. Okay, what ended up happening is that the government came in and, like you said, took all the assets and claimed it, and basically now it's a government-owned. So when you're in Cuba, okay, and you get any anywhere in Cuba and you get a rum drink, mm-hmm. it's going to be Havana. only rum you're going to get is Havana Club. Is it sold in the States? Uh, so here's here's the trick to the trade. We'll, mm. we'll go through the process. You mm-hmm. kind of jump in the gun here. It's okay. So Vanna Club, yes, of course, government-owned. It is uh, jointly uh, owned by Pernod Ricard of France. I see. Okay. Yeah, which actually owns a lot of spirits in the okay, world. Okay, so they're, they're like one they of the big the sort of conglomerates. Big, yeah. big names. Okay, which is Havana Club International, which launched in 1994. Okay. Okay, now Havana, that club, Havana Club is featured in Europe, the rest of the world, except for the course of the United States because of the embargo. Right. So what ended up happening is that Bacardi, before they left, they actually bought the recipe from the family, okay, and started producing it in Puerto Rico and sell it to the States. So, 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 so okay, time out a sec. Yes. So Bacardi, Bacardi moved to Puerto Rico. Before they moved. They got the recipe the for... Havana Club. For Havana Club, okay. So they basically did say, hey, we want to buy the recipe from you guys. We want to produce it. They said, no problem. Here's the recipe, whatever. So they went to Puerto Rico. They started producing... The Havana Club recipe for right. the states, but for the states because it was yeah okay that's in American right. territory. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes, producing in 1994. And funny, so what it is that it's sold in the states. Picardy and now obviously Cuba and Pernod Richard are engaging in an ongoing litigation for the ownership to Havana Club. So there's the name, this constant yeah. battle in court of like, right. hey, who owns Havana Club? Yeah, well, and and like the jurisdictions will obviously have different opinions. Like, well, we'll produce it to everybody else but you. So, yeah. in other words, the Havana Club that you get in the states is made by Bacardi. Yeah, and the Havana but Club based we get on the here, same recipe. Yes, as which is you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but we get the real. We m- get the McCoy. real deal. <laughs> we get the real McCoy. The real Chabala family. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. The real McCoy. Ba-dum-bum. Yeah. All right. So, what do we smell when we smell this? So this is this is another one that is pretty mild smelling to me. Like I'm right. not I'm not getting any big bite. It reminds me a bit of the um, plantation one right. we had earlier. Yeah. Like, now remember what I told you guys. When it comes to aging, the older it gets, people get all intimidated by that. Mm-hmm. Aging actually refines it even more, mm-hmm. so it becomes a better product. Yeah, I get always like a little tiny hint of like banana, like the banana leaves or whatever. Yeah, mm. let's give her a taste. A little sip here. Let's give her a taste there. Yeah. Mm, that's so nice. It's so smooth. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's that's amazingly smooth. And tasting it, I'm getting a little bit of the banana, but it's like a spiced banana. Yeah. A know. spiced banana. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, a spicy some, banana. You can get some oak in there. It says on here also for the notes, it says tobacco. Toffee is another one that's in here, it says here. Or coffee. Yeah, actually, you know, I can t- t- kind of taste that. Cam's <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm just trying to... Do, do, we another, do we need another donut to neutralize my tongue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I also <laughs> I also like my coffee like I like my women. Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I knew it was going to be some line to that. An alternate, an alternate response would be simple and uncomplicated. <laughs> That's right, yes. I'm glad that you're you're skewing to all of our audience. <laughs> well, I do my best, you know. Like, yeah. I don't want to get that nasty email from someone going, really? Yeah, Seriously? no, I, I, and I certainly, <laughs> it's, it's all about, you know, reversing expectations with jokes. So. That's right. Yeah, no, it's it's good, and I, I do like it, and it may just be that my tongue is sort of... Well, this way... Yeah, maybe I will have a donut. After this one, yeah, yeah. I think so. I'm going to pass me one, by the way, when you get to that. Sure. Oh, thank you, Mark. Why, thank you. Thank you, sir. Because the donut will kind of neutralize your tongue a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, big wine guys, no, they, do the, they do the bread thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. bread, donut, something, you know, pastry of some bread kind. Bread sucks. Donuts yeah. rock. We came up with a uh, new, ex- n- new term for uh, bread when I was at the loft today. What's that? Edible tissues. No, so too, we thought, you know, hey, this is a Canadian show. We have to have something Canadian product. Donut. Ah, uh, the donut. The donut. And this is no Dunkin' Donuts here, by the way. This is mm. like Timmy's, by the way. Yeah. Mm. There are a couple of other actual uh, distilleries in Cuba other than a Baton Club. Okay, so break it down. I can't remember them, but I'll tell you as <laughs> well. <laughs> well, looks like somebody's got some homework well, tonight. That's right. Yeah. that's right. He's got some homework, and that's on the next show. I there have, we go. Yeah, <laughs> I have some, uh, actually have some at home. Hmm. Oh, okay. They're also producing rum? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think there's actually maybe three. Now, but, okay. Total. In, in that defense... Let me break it down for you. So there is going to be one rum producer in all Caribbean countries. Okay, no matter what Caribbean country yeah. you go to, each country will have at least it's one own, rum. One more of right. whatever it is. Right. The reason why I say that is because at every bar is a bar rail, and every bar rail basically is like simply is something. Uh, the best way to put it is like if you go to a superstore and you buy a no name product, mm-hmm. okay, like no name cookies, yeah, yeah, no name dishwasher, yeah. no name whatever. In the bar industry, there's something called a, basically a no-name product. Yeah, and it's like a house beer, basically. Exactly. Or, yeah. So every Caribbean country I've ever been to, you'll see on their bar rail, and they're giving to you, of course, in the resorts, because they don't want to give you the premium stuff. No, of course not. Right? No. There's a sort of no-name brand of something. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, you say an Cuba. OEM, original equipment manufacturer, except to be OAM, original alcoholic manufacturer. <laughs> manufacturer. Well, no, 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 and then they sell it to different brands, right? Yeah. So it's like then you've got all these different brands that are effectively using the same product. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. 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 In Playa del Carmen, it was bear, bear vodka. Well, bear so, rum. <laughs> it's barely there. I didn't. I didn't realize that yeah, bears were native. To... <laughs> well, so here's here's the joke. Okay, so I used to work in the states, and one of the the the, the, the things down there is bellows. It's a, it's a basically a no name again, no name rum, no name vodka, no name Brent, no gin, gin, whatever. Mm. And I used to have this regular come in, and uh, he would have rum and coke, whatever, and coke, whatever, or rum and ginger ale sometimes, whatever. And he actually came in one time, and I remember this very distinctly. He goes, Craig, please do not bellows me. <laughs> and I said, what? And he goes, please don't bellows me, because when you guys use that cheap rum, I come home and I have a headache the next morning, which is totally true when you use these cheap liquors. Well, yeah, they're not, they're not filtered they're well not enough. Refined. they got a bunch they're of They're not refined. Them, and, you know. Yeah, you're going to get a headache from them for sure. So when I suggest, uh, when someone, an example of my bar comes in, hey, I want a gin and tonic or I want whatever, I always ask them, do you want just the bar rail or do you want something more premium? Because really the difference in price is usually sometimes, for the most part, is a dollar mm-hmm. for the most time. So adding that dollar on, you're going to get a better product and you're not going to get that bellows. It's headache, headache insurance. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so there could be in Cuba, I mean, I know where it would be because I've actually been in Cuba. There actually is a no-name rum-producing product. For sure. Yeah, because I picked one up at the, uh, oh, God, I'm getting old again. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Again? Yeah, again? <laughs> the uh, uh, Niagara Peninsula gin people, they also make the bitters. Dillon's? Dillon's, yes. Yeah, I like they those They actually, guys. they had a, um, a joint operation with a Cuban rum company, and they brought in their stuff. So Dillon's would bring it in, 
bottle it, and then distribute it in Canada. Oh, okay. So as Dylan's rum. Well, no, as the, whatever the rum was called, but by they bottled oh, by it. By Dylan. Though. Okay, yeah. okay, they bottled cool. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's lots of times you'll see that actually there's producers of a certain product, a spirit, mm-hmm. but then it gets bottled by somebody else. Yeah. 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 So, example, if you get like Newfoundland Screech, so mm-hmm. I actually have Newfoundland Screech here, mm-hmm. which is a, mm-hmm. a rum from Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. It's actually produced in, Carib- in, the, in the Caribbeans. It's yeah, a, and just, it's a, just for our younger ish listeners, uh, this Screech should not be confused with Screech from Bayside High. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bottle him. No, 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 I didn't. no. no, no. no. Yeah, so in Newfoundland, they have a screech, which actually is a terminology for a really bad rum in the old days. If you got Newfoundland screech, they yeah, say- it's vile. Yeah, so if you get screech, they say on a boat or something, mm-hmm. it was pretty vile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this screech is particular. It comes from different uh, regions of the Caribbean. Then it goes up to Newfoundland, and then they bottle it and sell it. Huh. So it's not even their product. They right. Simply are the, just the bottler and, dis- and distribution of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they, so. get the, they get the blend that they want. Yeah. It tastes like a dark Jamaican rum. Yeah. Right. They used to be a, one of the few sources of Guyana rum up here. Oh, really? To, yeah. yeah oh, that's where it, That's where it came from many years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, it was part of the- French Guyana? Yes. Wow. Why, yes. <laughs> uh, is there another one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's done. laughs> I don't think good, so. Good, yeah. call. good um, call. Yeah, because that used to be, uh, they used to trade with the Caribbean. The, they would send the salted cod down there for the- I'm putting in that's the right. Bracket, no, it's two. The quotes in the air for the workers. Yes. <laughs> mm, yeah. And uh, in exchange, they would get rum. Yep. I remember that story. Actually, reading the story somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. All right. So, do we do it with so far? We I don't think we. Actually, no, we didn't do the uh, water one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got to add a little bit of. Okay, so we did it with the, without the ice, and now we're going to add the ice. Yeah, and it was it was nice and smooth. You know. Yep. Way to way, way to way to go off topic there. Yeah. Yeah. The. Um, <laughs> It's uh yeah. Oh god. I mean, this is a staple okay. when you go to Cuba. But if you do go to Cuba, yes, this will. What as Craig just mentioned, you will not get this rum unless you ask for it. That's right. Okay, you have to get a couple of shiny coins at the beginning. That's right. Put can them I, on the counter. Right. Can I, can I right. get the rum underneath the counter, please? That's right. Because if you're not, you're going to get the bellows. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then you're going to get the seven year, and uh, yeah, they'll give you a tumbler of it. All right. So and you'll be happy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Mexico too, for that matter. Hmm. If you go to Mexico, yeah. they'll, they'll give you the bear yeah, rum. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, but yeah. if you ask, and I get the Havana 7, they, they don't care. Yeah. They'll, su- they'll, they'll give you a tumbler of it. Yeah. My suggestion, everywhere, every resort you go to, if you go down into resorts, like, you know, anywhere in the Caribbean, my best thing to do is, like, the first few days is kind of establish yourself with a bartender. And once you kind of do that and you tip them off really good for the first few days and kind of establish that you're going to, you know, be a good good client for them, they'll start giving you the good stuff. Yeah, even, you don't even have to, even, have to even ask. They'll yeah. just like, yep, Craig's here. I'm going to give him the best porter, you know, pina colada I can make. I also find it helps if you wear a really, really fancy hat. Oh, well, I wear my fedoras, so you know me. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I look like a Cuban. That's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> Si, senor. Yeah, we I had almost, the best rum for you. <laughs> yeah, I almost, I almost bought a Panama hat in the heat of the summer this year when, uh, when all. Oh, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. We didn't do it. Yeah, oh. probably a good thing though. Like really, yeah. All right. So with the ice, what do we got? It's even smoother. Yeah, it's 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 really smooth. I okay. So I I don't feel like there's a lot going on in it though. It's just kind of it's washed out. Yeah. 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 So um, once again, not a, not an ice rum. So, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 but but okay, and so like as I said with with um, the real McCoy there, where it kind of tastes like an archetypal or quintessential yeah. rum, this also tastes like a like rum, rum but it's not the same level of complexity at all. It's, no, no, uh, it's yeah. very simple. And, yeah, and, yeah, it's almost like the yeah the flavors get washed out. There's a little bit more booziness to it, I think, in some yep. ways. Yep, it's pleasant. Um, it's pleasant, it's but pleasant, it's pleasant. Just... 
It, so far, we haven't had any that have a burn, like a major burn to them, right? So far, am I correct? Yep. On what Wait, we've yeah. Done so far, I need my notes. <laughs> there was one there that would, uh, was more burny than others. Ah, he wrote down some notes. Yeah, it was the. Uh, Wait, who gave Mark a pen? You and you fancy hey? writing. Who it was actually it was actually the who uh, gave Mark a pen? The Bumbo, a bit more of a burn than most of the other ones here. Oh, okay, good to For know. Me. There you go. But you know what? I found that was like the most delicious one of all. Yeah, so that's far. fine. Oh but it just has the just has the alcoholic burn. Yes. that's probably because it's not really aged. That's true. Mm-hmm. It is not an aged rum. It is not a seven, twelve, five, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It is. So you get that harshness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, that's what we talk about all the way through the show. Is that the older it gets, the more refined it gets. And once again, the Havana Seven with cigar. Unlike certain individuals, I know. <laughs> you gotta be careful. You got two senior citizens in the room here now. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't talking about you guys. <laughs> again, you notice that you just heard that. Yeah. Never, never been cracked. Crack. Yeah. And it's. The Kraken. The Kraken. Get Kraken with the Kraken. That's right. So this is a black spice rum. <laughs> yeah, so this is a black spice rum. Uh, it is based mostly out of, let me think, I wrote it down here somewhere. Well, I know it's a combination of Caribbean rums put together. Like, it's not just one island. It is a combination of islands blended together. So this rum is based out of Trinidad. Oh, I have to give my glass. Hang on there. Get my share. There we go. Can I get my rum ration for the day, sir? That's just what I was thinking too. Yeah, on the on the boats, right? You yeah. know, yeah. on the navy, get your rum ration. What well, is four o'clock? So mm-hmm. you know, like, we, we go. It is time for our, our it's rum. It's four rations. o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you almost wonder: Do sailors say that instead of five o'clock? They're like, no, it's four o'clock somewhere because yeah. we get a rum. Yeah. <laughs> Screw five o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> it's daylight somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I've never understood that. You know, like cocktails are they're good for breakfast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, as long as the bar is open, I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing, actually. So it's kind of interesting. Some, So obviously, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, just a little bit of uh, Ottawa COVID news here for our listeners. So, I mean, I think like a lot of places, you know, our service industries and our bar industry is really, really suffering. But it's been interesting how some bars have adapted uh, because now bars are required to close that I, I believe last call is nine. It is nine. Yeah, it's nine. Yeah. And then yeah. everybody's got to be out by 10. So they've just, you know, basically responded by opening at 9am. So <laughs> that's right. You yep. can drink all day. Yeah, folks. Hey, there you you go. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen closing time in a bar in so many years. Uh, that's cause I'm there like at three or four. Yeah, no, no, four, I'm the same. Yeah. I'm the same. Although yeah, I, I, yeah, I will yeah. like, you know, I'll go after work kind of thing, have yeah. a couple of pints, you know, go home, have dinner. Cam, um, you work at the bar. What well, are you talking about? I get Come my mail now. there, but you know, <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm the local flavor at the Earl. That's right. Yeah. All right, so, okay, uh, so we're this is, drinking so, Trinidadian... Uh... So this is cracking the Black Spice Rum. So let me give you some information about it. So distillation process is based out of Trinidad. Distilled with natural sweetness molasses, of course, made from grown sugarcane in the regions. The rum has to be aged at least one to two years. I don't know why it says one, two, two years. It's like, you know, well, it's one and a half. It's yeah. good enough. Let's put it in a bottle. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then blended with mixes of 11 spices, which include cinnamon, ginger, and clove. So we are going to get a bit of a kick to this, mm-hmm. for sure. The bottle is styled, of course, as you see, is a Victorian rum bottle with two hoops as handles based on the traditional hanging bottle that would prevent it from breaking. Yeah. So, like, I mean, effectively, it's got two of the little, like, finger rings you would find on a jug I remember that you like might use in a jug band, you know? The jug band or, um, wasn't that the way you got your, your milk or not? No, it's not milk. What is it? The brown jug with the two handles. Molasses, isn't it? Or molasses. no, maple syrup. Yeah. Maple syrup, yes. If you yeah, get yeah, maple yeah. syrup, you get the two you handles. You get the two little finger, and it's just big enough for a finger. Yeah, exactly. or, or hooch, right? You know, the guys take yeah, a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
They put it over, put over their shoulder. Put over their shoulder. Three, the way they go. people at Radio the Land, I lifted my arm up, put it over my shoulder. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's give you a little bit of history. So uh, it was distributed in the United States by Proximo Spirits. Proximo. And Proximo. And it was introduced in 2010. Yeah, this is a really, like, I remember when this This, this is very came out. recently, yeah. yes. And now, of course, it has the historical, mythical, giant squid-like sea monster on the... Um, on the bottle. On mm. the bottle. And it's very cool, actually. So I went to the website for research for, like, the company. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. So in the page, you could do a, in a quiz if you are Kraken-worthy. And so uh, it goes down and it's like, so, and it gives you like four options, like a multiple choice. And it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, so, you know, in this situation, what is the best thing? And like, you know, of course, there's something in there with a monster in there. Uh, you know, okay, I'm going to th- throw them out of the window. It's like, it's, it's, it's pretty funny actually going so it's down it's like a choose your own adventure almost, you know? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, I think done a, a brilliant job with the branding. Um, oh, God, like, yeah. like this is, this is when I uh, am at uh, the liquor store. It stands out. Yeah, sure. it really stands out. You know the uh, the graphic design is great, uh, and even in like even in pubs, I think it really sticks out. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know that I've ever tried it though. Now so, here's the, yeah. and the good thing about it too is that it's a it's a blend of Caribbean rum, so it's not mm-hmm. just from one region of the Caribbean; it's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different regions. Mm-hmm. So for smell, what are we smelling? Vanilla. Yeah, yeah a lot, vanilla. lot of vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla. Yep. Yeah. I need to get smaller glasses next time. These are way too big. Yeah, they are, they, they are <laughs> a like, little big. Yeah. Everything's like, I can't smell it. It's way too far down the glass. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I'm just getting vanilla with maybe just a tiny, like a, a sousson of spice. Chocolate, coffee, like... So, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can okay. smell the chocolate, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah once again, the Christmas spices are in there with Yeah, vanilla. Christmas mm-hmm. spices, vanilla in there. But it's not, it's not as overpowering. No, uh, definitely not overpowering. No. Although the vanilla is very present. Seems to bring the glass to my nose. Vanilla is the first thing I smelled. Right off the bat, yeah. for sure. Oh, well, that's not a bad thing. All right, let's give it a shot here. Yeah, so the vanilla in there, said cinnamon in there, for sure. It's just on the edge of being a little bit sweet. It's not, but it, 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 I think it, it feels like it skirts that edge. And the good thing about almost all these rums we've done so far, there's nothing on the back end. Yeah, no, there, there, you know there's, I mean? there's no sort of, there hasn't been any movement yeah. moment where, uh, you know, I think any of us are feeling smooth, smooth. Yeah, yeah well, this one, well, this one being a young rum again. You yeah, get, this you, is you not get, an you aged get, rum. You, you get the burn. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's not really... Uh, Refined. Yeah, so it's not a real sipper. Yeah. Right? This is a mixer. This is a mixer for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like you said, it, it, it's not aged. Kraken doesn't age the rum. It's literally like we produce it, yeah, give it a maybe a year or two, yeah. and then pot it out in a bottle. I suppose that you're saying the one to two years, maybe they get like one year rum from uh, here and then two year rum from Trinidad. Exactly, and mix it together, yeah. yeah. I guess that's what they mean by that one, one to two, two year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The rums are different age brackets. Okay. Well, let's uh, see what the ice does to this one. <laughs> like a Congo music going yeah, on. Yeah, I know. Well, my ice has slowly developed a puddle. So. No. no. <laughs> let's do Can't that. water it down too much there, uh, Mr. Cam. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not... Uh... That's not good. Okay, that, so that, that, that's my cast-offs uh, <laughs> rum, and unlike last time, I don't think I'm going to drink it at the end. No, no. Oh my god! So like, yeah, last year I think you did. You do it last year. We combined all of them into one glass at near the end. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I can't waste it." So yeah, when in rum, well, I, well, well, I do a number of people. They'll take like the little last bits of their rum bottle. Yeah, and just, just mix them all up, and just keep mixing until you get a full bottle. <laughs> oh God. Well, you never know. Yeah. It could, could be an awesome blend. Can hey, you imagine if you had all that's this? That's like that's Donna Beachcomber-like, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> then you sell it. Exactly. 
All right. Well, and then you go to jail. And then you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and you make new friends. Hmm. Banana, right off the bat, I can taste that. Hmm. Some brown sugar. It's funny how you didn't taste that before. No, I did not taste the banana before. It came right out of the beginning. It's right off the bat, I, I tasted banana. Yeah, I'm still not really getting banana, banana. a little bit of coffee in there, a little bit of, yeah, like cinnamon. There's definitely cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. A little hint of vanilla on the tail end there. Definitely getting like it's, it's but it is harsher. Like it's still yeah. You can taste that it's not refined. You, yeah. you tell me you taste like it's not refined. So this is not a sipper. This is not like hey, let's go after dinner and have whatever. So I, my suggestion to you, and of course we all suggest, is that Kraken is not the hey folks. We just had a really nice dinner with steaks and potatoes, whatever. Let's have some like after dinner drinks and have Kraken. No. Yeah, no, this is more. No, no, no. You know, you're out at the club and and. <laughs> Getting sauce. This is starting the night. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, Give like me a the, shot of crack This right is away. like kind of a you know rum yeah. and coke situation, in my yeah. opinion. Actually, this um, uh, through experience, <laughs> of course, uh, through as experience a, as, as a tiki expert. <laughs> um, this is uh, the kraken is amazing in a painkiller. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Oh, okay. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So definitely for the club. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think yeah. he means the drink. I don't think he means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a couple of yeah. drinks, especially yeah. with, yeah. The, yeah. with the cream of coconut and that kind of stuff. And uh, the vanilla comes out. It really works well on that one. Mm. Yes. I, I don't know about you, but I like a tiki drink where like, yeah, I've got those layers in there. And, and it's so funny when I serve a tiki drink, it's got a couple of different rums. And, yeah. and they're trying to like label all the different rums. Yeah. In other words, like, okay, I taste a little bit of vanilla. Oh, I think this is cinnamon. And, you know what I mean? And it's great that... I keep them on their toes, and I don't tell them what they're drinking. Yeah, there's and a... they're just like looking. You can see it in their eyes. Like, okay, I all these different layers, and every it's like almost every time they sip it, they taste something completely different. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I love about tiki is that there is there's all kinds of layers and elements to a drink. It's not just like rum and cokes and away you go. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's all kinds of stuff in there that gives you mystery and intrigues you. You know, to drink more, like oh, I gotta drink just a little bit more to find out more what's in there, right? Mm. Yeah, one yeah. of the one of the cocktails we make is from a tiki bar in uh, Las Vegas called Frankie's. Yes, and um, they have a drink there called the Three Rum Scum. Mm. Three Rum Scum. Okay, I have to ask why. <laughs> well, they have three different rums. They yeah. use a traditional dark rum. Yes, right. They use a coconut rum. Okay, and they use a spice rum. Oh wow! Okay, what a layers in there. I know. So you use your really good coconut rum and you use a really good Kraken is great because it's got the vanilla and then you use uh, Appleton 12 or something like that in right. there. Then you put in yep. your cream of coconut, a little bit of your pineapple, a little bit of your orange juice and you just have all these flavors in there. That's crazy. Hmm. Oh, must hit the tongue like just like and the tongue's like, I have no idea what I'm tasting. <laughs> yeah. like, this is good. Yeah, yeah. It's good, but I have no uh, clue what is in it. Yeah. Uh, five more, please. I don't know where your magic pixies came from, but I sure do like your magic pixie drink. I've I've noticed with Mark that that's his magic number for drinks. Yeah, he's always five. like, "Hey, you know what? Five more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me whatever it is. Five Get more. Beer, oh, yeah. Well, you got the fourth one 12. free, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you got a punch card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if only. If only. I, yeah. I, you know what I think it is is because he has five fingers on his hand, so he can count down how many. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, even even if he's had some su 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 substantially more, you yeah. you know, you still got good old county hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God! Okay, so the next one we're gonna uh, we're gonna drink, and actually, I've never drank in a straight. I've used it for mixes, but I've never drank in a straight. Is the Mount Gay from Barbados? Yes, mm. another Barbados rum established 1703. There we go. Wowzers! Yes. It has been around a long, long time. Mm. So this is sort of a pale gold one, I would call it. Yes. Mm. All right. So, oh yeah, glass. Whoops. 
We don't want you know Cam drinking the whole bottle here, so we got to you know make sure. Hey, that makes three of those. <laughs> Wait, do you see three of us in front of you? <laughs> oh yeah, I was just talking to the reflections in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, we're very. If you so in our studio, we have sanitizer. We've everyone's got their own bottle of water. Everyone's got their own ice. We are very uh, COVID yep. awareness. No, no open. Everyone up. wore their masks downstairs. Yep. No open mouth kissing. It's no, uh, you know. No, oh, Cam, I miss that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no hugs at the yeah, end. Yeah, no, no snuggling. Yeah. I don't know. After these ten rums, you never know. Well, hey. <laughs> so this this one actually. Oh, I guess we're not at the sniffing part yet. Okay, yeah. So let's just break down some information about it. So the distillation process. So the distillery and the plantation grounds are home to a century-old 300-plus well. Yeah, so centuries water, old. Centuries old, yeah. Like 300 yeah, yeah, years, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So the water is drawn from this well is still used for the distillation and the dilution process. So the distillery, actually, distillation process is currently featuring four different types of stills. So this is only one of the ones I've never seen this before. Actually, there's four different processes for distilling this. So they use a small Spanish or Scottish pot still, a coffee column still, which was introduced in the 1970s, uh, and then an Irish column still, which actually still used today. Hmm. So all those processes are used to make this rum. That's insane. It's wow. like just, okay, we're just bringing it from one to another to another and keep on going. So and it's all like all the rum is run through all the different All stills. the different processes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. So here's some history about Mount Gay. Can be claimed as actually one of the oldest plantations since February 20th, 1703, which is on the bottle, right? 1703. Yep. The team of the Mount Gay strongly suggests actually production was going on even earlier than that. And recently we uncovered a deed from 1654 that might seal the case. So they were saying that they're saying that the rum is being even produced even later, earlier than that, yeah. 1654. 50 years earlier. That's yeah, uh, yeah, significant. Yeah. So here's the story behind the whole process. So John Sober purchased the plantation. <laughs> That's a funny name, Ace. Yeah. Sober. Sober. I'm so much it's sober now. It's pronounced Sober. That's right. Uh, that would be known as Mount Gay. The name came from the Sober's friend, Sir John Gay Aline, who would actually eventually manage the rum process. Business. Yeah. Following his death in 1801, the company was actually renamed after him. So, yes, a spot called Mount Aline existed on the island at the time, and so they settled on his middle name, which is Gay. Nearly two centuries later, the War family was the last to live in the distillery grounds before the company was sold to the Remy Cointreau in 1989. So Cointreau, we also know Remy Cointreau. Yeah, so yeah. it's like brandy. Yeah, it's another big spirits. Big spirits. Yeah. So they sold it off, yeah. So, okay, so let's give it a smell and see what hmm. we smell. I'm getting citrus. Yeah, orange peel for sure. I'm smelling that. Maybe just a touch Maybe. of vanilla. Yeah, vanilla, caramel in there. Again, this is one where I'm finding like it's not as complex, but let me just be that I find, I, yeah, right. well, and that I find the spicy ones complex just because I got spice in them. Yeah, so yeah. All right, so let's give right, it a bit of a, a taste. taste. Oh, spiciest for sure, right off the bat. But Very no, smooth. But no burn. No. No, it's got a, it's got a kick of... I don't know, but you, my tongue got hit with spice right off the bat. Like, and then, wham, and then wham, wham. And then there's not much. And then it just sort of drops off. Yeah. It's yeah, actually yeah. got a bit of, bit of the burn in the back. Yeah. As oh, really? In the front, for change, yeah. but not a lot. Just a little bit. That's great. Maybe slightly sour aftertaste. So smokiness in there. Yeah, definitely. No, and it's cinnamon. smoky. It's not sour. It's smoky. Yeah, right. cinnamon. Citrusy for, for sure, I feel in there. Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah, so it's spicy. Yeah. It's kind I'm of curious. Like, and and I, yeah, I'm yeah, a bit it's surprised. Not, it's actually. not a spice spice. It, it just feels like... It's got some zing. Know, yeah, like almost like 
spicy wood or something like that, like right. the barrel. Like if you were eating, right. if you were eating a dessert, what would be the way you describe this? Well, it, it's how do you? Yeah, it's hard to describe sometimes, especially after this many rums. Hmm. The um, <laughs> <laughs> if you have like a banana bread and it has a little bit of a spice in it, mm-hmm. it you know it's still banana bread, but it's got the stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has got the stuff that you can tell that's from the barrel, and you can tell it's from the air mm-hmm. that's permeated into it, and yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it just has these hints. Of spice. It, it doesn't actually taste like cinnamon. It doesn't actually taste like mm-hmm. no, banana. You know, you know what it is? I think we have, I've kind of nailed it down. So what it is, is it's spicy, but there's smoke added to it. It depends on everybody's individual tastes are different. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the thing too. Like, you, we, I mean, we do this show and we're going to do this rum yeah. tasting, whatever, but it really comes down to your own preference. Right. Yeah. yeah. But also you may not taste the same like thing. If somebody, yeah. if, like we mentioned banana a couple of times. No. You may not smell banana or taste banana at all. Yeah. You may taste just the cinnamon or you may taste the oak. Yeah. Right? And so that kind of stuff. But it has a definite, the, f- the flavors in this are very, very subtle. Yeah. They yep. are. Agreed. Right? Yeah. I'm just trying it with a little bit of oh, you put ice into it frozen already? water. I'm not particularly enthused with the iced version of those. Okay. So it's softened up and watered it down. Because we actually mentioned it in the last year's. It's almost like the only thing that's left is like a little bit of harshness at the end. Yeah. It's completely lost all of its flavor. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Mark? Yeah. I, is it the tail end? Is, I taste yeah. oak. That's all I taste at the yeah. end. The tail end is oak. Yeah. Very it's little. washed it out completely. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I am disgusted with this. Yeah. Get rid of this. I do not want any more of this. <laughs> that being said, it's still pretty good rum. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not even with the ice. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's really good w- without the ice. Let's mm. just face it, Mark will always drink rum no matter what. No, yeah. I drink whiskey too. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for clarifying that. There That's we go. Right. Wait, what don't I drink? Wait a minute. Let me think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll definitely be a shorter list. Yeah. Now, I should say right now, Mount Gay have this blend called XO. Yeah. Anyway, the XO, they stopped making it. They're doing a different version of stuff. Okay. So there's still some XO available out there in Ontario and different stores. Oh, gotta look okay. for it. Right? Yeah, right. So, but they don't, you can't search for it using the LCBO site, but if you do find it, it's down from like 80 bucks down to like 40 bucks. Definitely get it then. Definitely If get you it. can find the XO, it's in a square gray box. Right. Just buy it. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's address will be on the end of yeah. the show. Duly noted. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Yeah. Oh. But here's the thing about Mount Gay. I've I've used it several times as the Barbados rum in the recipes. Oh, yeah. so it is a really good rum in that perspective. That is a good one to use for if you have a requirement for Barbados rum. I think, anyways. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? and I quite liked the 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 non ice sip. Right. Although, like, it wasn't super complex, but it was tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I could see how it'd be really good as a mixer, you know, for, right. or, yeah. Or if, it, if you're asking for a gold, um, Puerto Rican rum, use it as well. Yep. I can see that too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's a good rum. If you have like, say example, like you, we got a whole bunch of tiki drinks you want to make and you need a sort of a standard rum to work with. It's, it's, and in, in price range is actually really good too. It's probably around the $30 mark, 30, 35. So it's not right. too bad. Oh yeah. It's, it's really great for the, um, for the price and, uh, it tastes good. I mean. All right, so just like last year's tradition, we're going to start la- end off with a cruising rum, and it is a flavored rum. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year was coconut rum, which is funny because last year Cam was like, I don't drink coconut rum, yeah, I have a really bad experience. And then he drank the cruising coconut rum, and he was like, oh my God, I can drink this all day. 
<laughs> which of course was. Yeah, but apparently Norma wasn't too keen on that, well, which I completely her, sympathize. It's hers. That's her personal stash. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. When we have parties, that rum never comes upstairs. It stays in the cellar and never comes upstairs. Oh, poor rum. Yeah. It's only meant for Norma. Okay. And by the way, Mark, if you ever go back to Florida, she's going to ask you to get that rum. <laughs> FYI. FYI. Because <laughs> yeah. so, they sell it in Florida, yeah. If we ever go to Florida again. I know. <sighs> so where, okay, if you're looking at destinations, where's your first, outside of Canada, let's say, where's your first destination you want to go to? Well, we have a tiki mug waiting for us in uh, Fort Lauderdale. So that would probably be one of the top ones. Yeah, uh, but no, we we were planning on this summer going to Chicago and or San Francisco. Uh, and why for that? There's always because something there. Okay, San Francisco's got like eight tiki bars we haven't been to. Wow, okay. I thought you hit them all. <laughs> no, no, we well we did the the South, SoCal and the NoCal. Yeah, right, and then the Pacific Northwest. But we left San Francisco by itself because they had so many, and you can only have there's so many so many places you can drink. <laughs> you know, we drink so much. <laughs> right, yeah, and. Um, and so, yeah, so San Francisco was going to be a spot all on its own. Okay. So we haven't been there yet. And the other place would be Chicago and that we were actually planning on driving so we can go to Minneapolis. Yeah. A place there called Psycho Susie's and then head down to Cleveland. There's a couple of places there. So that's where we're going to go. But if we, the other choice, of course, would be Hawaii. Oh, there we go. So actually, that just reminds me of something. Um, are there Hawaiian rums? Because you'd think, I mean, like, they've got the sugar yes. cane, they've got, okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. okay. And, um, but we can't get them here. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, <laughs> yeah, we can probably get them in California. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, and I'm just, trying, just not here. <laughs> I am uh, searching my brain right now for the name of it. Okay, and, okay. Uh, yeah, but, okay. Yes, apparently but, but there it's are, okay. Koala. Koala. Like, yes. Yeah, like, not koala, yes, like yes. the bear. Yeah. It's like all kinds of nice symbols above it. Okay, okay, okay. And, yeah. and uh, I may have got the vowels mixed up. There. Yeah, it's like kahuna, like yeah, big kahuna. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. Kahuna. Anyway, yeah, so they also make a very good rum. Okay, cool. So, so and, and I need to throw two cents in there. If Mark does get a bottle of it, he has to buy two bottles. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, Mark, if so camp for you, where, where would you, I mean, I know other than Vancouver, because your mm -hmm. family's from Vancouver, but yeah, if you yeah. had anywhere to travel in the world, where would be the place you'd go to after COVID kicks out? You know, it's done. Yeah, yeah, well, once COVID crops out. So I've, uh, I mean, there's there's a couple of places I really want to go. Because um, me and you've had this discussion just recently, yeah, actually. Yeah, yes. yeah, no. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to Switzerland without question. Um, I, that's the one place my dad really wanted to go, but wasn't able to before he passed. Yeah. So uh, I get to do it in his stead. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's going to sound boring, but, uh, you know, continental Europe. Uh, no. uh, I've got some friends out there, and I'd love to go uh, go and, and do that. But I also have never been south of the equator. Ah, so, there you um, go. Okay. I have to admit that this year, uh, you know, I'm one of the lucky ones who's able to, you know, work remotely. Yes. Um, and Barbados has this pretty amazing... Oh my God! Uh, you know, six month working visa program. So six, I think it's a year, isn't it? I, I think it's six months to a year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So like, and you need to put up a little bit of cash up front and stuff, but like cost of living is effectively the same as Ottawa. Right. Um, so I could have done it, but yeah. I, I have some, you know, responsibilities in Ottawa. No, I get I it for sure. Uh, yeah. Cause um, me and you had this discussion one before and we saw the, actually the post, I think you showed me the post or I showed mm -hmm. you the post where it's like Barbados is offering one year visas to go yes. work for, yep. and you can work down there from re remotely. Remotely, same time zone. Like it's the Atlanta or, or Eastern, you know, yeah. North American time zone and stuff. So no, I mean, it's yeah, so it, tempting. It, it's, it's so tempting. And it's like, so you know, I, I could probably still afford to keep the apartment I rent here and yep. still go down, but, yeah. uh, oh, well. 
Not this time. <laughs> no, next year. Next, next pandemic. Year. Next, next pandemic. Next <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. That's right. Well, you should do it every hundred years, so uh, I think you're going to miss out on that one. Oh, sure. I'm living forever. <laughs> <laughs> With all the rum you're drinking today, I can totally see it. I'm well preserved. Well preserved. Uh, so where are you going, Greg? So um, we actually do have a trip planned, and it's all pending on COVID, is uh, Carousel, which is our third time there. Mm. Um, it is going to be probably our home for six months of the year eventually. Oh, um, yeah, because it's a Dutch owned country. Um, so it's very European. Um, they have their own water distilling process because I like going to an island where I don't have to worry about the water. Mm-hmm. So you can drink water or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their own chicken farm. So they get their own chickens. They get fruit and vegetables daily from the floating market from Venezuela. So, I mean, like, crazy-ass fruit. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, a, an avocado that looks the size of a watermelon. And they get it for a dollar. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Yeah, paradise. Okay? Yeah. It's paradise. And then on top of that, they also do, because we are very much about animals, they have a very good uh, animal shelter program. Okay. So there's no wild dogs, there's no wild animal, uh, right, right, cats right, or whatever. Right. Every dog and cat is taken care of. Is Curacao yeah. its own country or is it a part of... It's part of the ABC country, which is Aruba, Bonaire, and Carousel. I see. All okay. Dutch. Okay. Uh, yeah. Carousel also is... Um, what's, so so are, are they independent countries now or are they still like Dutch territories? I... Well, they're Dutch territories, but they do run independently on their own. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's go back to the rum here. So this is the, uh, which one are we doing now? This is the citrus rum. Okay, so yes, this is a cruising citrus rum from St. Croix, which is a U.S. Virgin Islands. So the distillation process, uh, it is aged in oak for at least one year. So it is, again, this is not one of those wines you're going to see a 12-year of it. Yeah. You're not going to see a seven-year of it or five-year of it. It is basically put it in, into casks. A year later, it comes right out. And, and I mean, it's effectively a flavored white rum. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a carbon filtered to, okay. for clarification. Right. Okay, so let's give you the history of the rum. So the rum is produced locally in St. Croix, USA, Virgin Islands. It is owned by the Beam Suntory Company. Suntory. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a big Japanese company. Oh, really? I did not know. Yeah, that's right. Jim Bean, I guess, right? Jim Bean. Jim Beam. Beam, Beam the... Uh... Jim Beam. The, Jim Beam. The booze. Yeah, the booze. And Suntory, yeah, the booze. gigantic Japanese, uh, like they make tons of drinks and that kind of thing. I oh. did not know yeah, that. They, they apparently make some really good whiskeys. Ah, well, yeah, no, actually, whiskey is a very popular Yeah, spirit. like, there's, there's, there's some Japanese whiskeys that are now, like, like world-class, world-class. Oh, for sure, yeah. 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 yeah, there's all kinds of countries around the world, like India. Wow, and that's yeah. an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Japan has got some yeah, yeah. Japan, award-winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, if I remember correctly, reading somewhere, uh, the Asian community actually is the largest consumer of whiskey in yeah. the world. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Even over USA. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this actually, the stereo was founded in 1760, so it goes all the way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, for eight generations and through various changes in the corporation ownership, the stereo is now managed by the Nelthrop, I guess yeah. Nelthrop. Nelthrop, yeah. Yeah, Nelthrop family. It is also one of the largest suppliers of American private and dis- distributor of labeled rum. Bear. Bear rum. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, the Cruise and Rum Distillery, formerly known as the Estate Diamond, has been in operations for more than 250 years. Uh, so a cool thing about it is that this is the only rum, and we mentioned that last year, is that this is the only rum you'll see that actually has more than one flavor. So use example, like when you see any other rum, uh, you might see like a dark rum, an aged rum, a white rum, a spicy rum, and maybe even a coconut rum. Sure. These guys have 14 different flavors of rum. Okay. Okay. They're kind of doing the like absolute vodka. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or yeah. the Stoli. If you've ever or been, Stoli. Yes, yeah, yes, Stoli's yes. Stoli's right. famous for that. Right. Um, and in our defense, when we did the coconut rum last year, 
The coconut flavor is not an artificial coconut. It was a real coconut flavor. And it, and it was truly amazing because I do not do well with Malibu. Uh, yeah, it was an artificial coconut. Yeah, yeah. 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 So see, they're, see, they're finally not putting it in the rum section. Oh, really? So now it's in the sort of like, like yeah. Yeah, fancy drinks. Yeah. yeah. Fancy mm. drinks. Here mm. we go. So some of the flavors you'll see is raspberry, coconut, mango, vanilla, pineapple, banana, black cherry, citrus, guava. That's a cool one. That's cool. Key lime, passion fruit, orange, peach, blueberry, lemonade, and strawberry. Oh, man. So we are doing the citrus rum. Mm -hmm. So what do we smell? This is going to be a low alcohol content, by the way, because last year I think it was the same thing. It's only maybe at 18%. No, it's 35%. Is that one really? Yeah. Because the coconut rum was like, was a lower. Yeah, no, no, it was much lower. It was about 17, I think. But this is, yeah, this is 35. Okay, so 35%. The Malibu is low as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But then it's not rum. Well, yeah, not when, yes, you, I do smell not like, when you drink a liter of oh it. Oh, my God. So, I do so smell this, this lime. Smells, yeah, lime. It smells like I landed in a fruit stand. It's, it's almost yeah. like I squeezed a lime. Yeah. Yeah. It smells a bit like Bud Light lime. It's weird because it's lime flavored, but it's very acute. Yeah. Like, it's not subtle. No, you, it's you, very you, like is, hits oh, no. you in the face kind of lime. Yeah, you're gonna want to mix this with something. Like this is clearly for mixing. Yeah, um, it's like a sprite, a half evaporated sprite. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was gonna say that sprite or seven up. Yeah. yeah, like like really strong citrus, but not not necessarily pleasant. Like no, it's, it's yeah, it's, you're gonna want to mix this. It's like a sour citrus. Mm. You ever have one of the sour puss liquors? Yeah. Oh, those are so good though. I know, but they they're very. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, they're very acute. Yes. I don't even yeah. need water, ice for this one. Yeah, well, I just, I actually just poured it, yeah. <laughs> We're not even going to add ice to this one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would do anything to it, just water it down a bit. I would um, just pass this to somebody else if I mixed it with something. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah? Okay, yeah. yeah. I would actually, would probably make those, one of those frozen daiquiris. Yeah, fine. this would be a daiquiri. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, and, it, and even if it's natural flavors, it doesn't taste natural. Like, it doesn't taste No, like no, natural. like, the coconut actually had a very natural it, taste. It was it. lovely, yeah. But it this, was very subtle. This, this, awesome. this tastes like, you know, real artificial flavor. I'm kind of disappointed because I was hoping that would be like, kind of like the coconut one where it'd be like, okay. Yeah, you know, like, whoa, this is a revelation. Whoa, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Well, okay, so I won't be buying that bottle ever again. <laughs> well, I'll take you a while. Well, get um, Doug over here and just makes margaritas. And, That's or, it. Not margaritas. Um, daiquiris. Daiquiris. Yeah. 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 I mean, daiquiri. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Give him the whole picture. Yeah. It's right. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you've got, you, you've got the, what, what is it there? The Jimmy Buffett blender? Oh, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. From the margaritas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, does dark, it does daiquiris. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's basically yeah. the same thing. It does daiquiris, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so we've done all the rums, the 10 rums. Mm -hmm. So now, of course, we did like last year. Mm -hmm. What is your least favorite and favorite of all the rums we've done? You can look on the shelf, you can, you can mm -hmm. draft and compare. Well, the least favorite, I think we just had it. Yes, we I agree. just had it. Yeah. I, but, but I mean, like, I would almost say that that's sort of a special case because it's clearly not in the same category yeah. as these other ones. Yeah, this is not, a, first of all, it's not aged. Yeah. It's, and it, and it's, it's, it's a flavored of uh, rum. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not it's, meant to be straight up. It's a soda, you know, like, like yeah. minus the carbonation. Um, personally, my favorite, I think, truly was the real McCoy. Uh, I really, really like that. Okay. Um, and I think my least favorite, although I still liked it, I just didn't find it very interesting, would be the uh, the prohibition, the one with the with the leaves wrapped around it. Oh, the stuff. plantation. Plantation. Sorry. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. The plantation one. Very yeah. okay. Interesting. Um. Yeah. And it, is this also the one that was kind of funky? No. No, it was kind of kind of bland. Yeah. No. This. Yeah. Yeah. The plantation yeah. was yeah. bland. Which was the funky? Oh, the St. James was a bit yeah. funky. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, you know, meh about that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I very much like the real McCoy. And, and actually, the Captain Morgan spice rum like, yeah. tastes, tastes like Christmas. It's, it's yeah. great to have yeah. it all by itself. Yeah. Mark, what is your uh, top and bottom? Well, the real McCoy, top one. Top one, for easy. sure. Easy. Okay. That's an easy one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the bottom one, other than the Cruzan? Yeah. 
<laughs> he has a look now like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. What, 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 what do I go with What's here? On the uh, Mount Gay is on the bottom shelf. Oh, that was good. Uh, uh, we got Crook. the Kraken. Kraken. Kraken was kind of... Yeah, we'll go with the Kraken. Yeah. Kraken, yeah. Yeah, I Kraken mean, is not an age rom. It is... It's clearly... Yeah, it's it's just meant for me mixing for something or... <laughs> it's where's a, where's it, my kid drink? He drinks uh, Kraken with Tia Maria. There you go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or, or Kahlua. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Kraken yeah, yeah. is like you know the young guys. Like hey, like yeah. example like in, in our house, our our son drinks Malibu and he thinks it's a world. I'm like, dude, there's so many better rums yeah, up yeah, there no, than Malibu. It's... But when you first start off, it's like, hey, Malibu rum is great. But you know I gotta I mean? say though, we, we got little tiki type torches uh, down at one of the events, and it's um, the a lantern type thing where you yeah. light the the fuse, right? You know, like the, the wick that goes down inside. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you fill and, it with like kerosene or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and it, you have these like little tiki tubes that you put over the the top of the bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks fabulous with the large Kraken bottle. Oh yeah, oh, the bottle itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like the design of the bottle, and this is amazing yeah. for sure. Well, and that's another thing that to me speaks to like a younger target audience. Yes, you know, they it it has a sort of prestige because it looks really cool. Yeah, and you? Uh, so for me, yes, the real McCoy is definitely on the top. Uh, the Bambua. Yep, yep, Bambu- yeah, Bambu- Bambu- I love yep. that one. Yeah, Captain Morgan's pride stock. This is a top three for me. The bottom end of it, yeah, would be definitely the cruise, and I'm def- super disappointed because I've never tried that, and now it's like, wow, I'm not. That bottle might be like that for the rest of the rest of its lifespan in my in my repertoire. Uh, it may never change. You know what I mean? Just give it to Diego. Yeah, and then the Kraken. If he won't I drink think, it, one of his friends will. I think yeah. the Kraken basically is like, yeah. Yeah, for on the bottom end of it for sure. Yeah. So um yeah. So there's some different rums here, guys. We're also gonna have a page for you guys, a link to all the rums from this year. Don't forget to refer to the ones from last year too. We have tons of ones from last year we did as well. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of reference there for you guys. So. Which ones, okay, like, let's go through, like, I know this is like, we're stretching this out. Which ones is a good ones to have as a sipper, and which one's a mixer? Okay, for for the aficionados. Mm. Here we go. Uh, the Real McCoy. Real mm-hmm. McCoy's a good yeah, sipper. Yeah, 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 absolutely, bar none. Yeah. And uh, then. For the, like, Aunt Ethel coming over. Yeah. And you want a sipper, like, after dinner, then the Diplomatical. Yeah, mm. for sure. It's like, yeah, it's the soft, Diplomatic. Yeah, and it's sweet, 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 sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's very sweet. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, like an aperitif. Sure. I I would be okay with a with a diplomatico for for sure. Know. Exactly. Yeah. So if grandma's coming over, then you know, get yourself a bottle of diplomatico for sure. Yeah. Right. And then if your boys are coming over, uh, grandma usually brings her own hooch. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, grandma, you, grandma brings the gin. Yeah. 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 yeah but we, you, you ever notice that grandma brings up a bottle? It has no label on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's sometimes it's in a, a mason jar. Yeah. Yeah. It's a clear liquid, and when you when you open it, you hear the laughter of demons. You know. Yeah. And you you can just like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You see the vapor trails coming off. Exactly. Of it, right? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my god! Right. And then if your boys are coming over, you have the real McCoy for sure. Like adult. You know the guys. The well, guys yeah, yeah, like guys you. in sort of our broad age group, not yes. the guys when you're twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're having cigars is after dinner. The yeah. girls have gone off to do their thing. Yeah, and you're, you're in... being fancy men. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. yeah for absolutely, sure. yeah. And do stay tuned to our next show. And so, Cam and Mark, thank you guys for coming out and helping out with uh, the rum tasting. I'm sure you guys are more than no, uh, thank you. It was, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> truly a fate worse than death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mark, was there any rum that you tasted tonight that you didn't taste before? Uh, yeah, the plant. Oh, yeah. Let me go through the plantation. Yep. The cruising. Yep. Uh, the bamboo we had here before. I hadn't had the uh, Captain Morgan. Oh, uh, so there you go. So hmm. now he's got some new rums for his repertoire. And I hadn't had the. Um, the Mount Gay, the regular one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there you go. There you mm. go. He's got some new rums to add to his collection. There, Here we, we each go. get to take one of these bottles with us, right? <laughs> 
The wheel Dale's, is good. Dale's, Dale's on the real McCoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wheel. Yeah. You guys have to fight for the real McCoy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're my ride, so I guess you oh, got it. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Here we go. All right, folks, we're going to go off and running. And have, I would say have more drinks, but I think we're maxed out. Woo. So, uh, Poor Cam's going to go work tomorrow morning, so I'm going to see how that goes. Yeah, but luckily I'm working from home, so possibly from bed. As long as there's no video (laughs) chat involved, you're all good. Yeah, no, oddly enough, uh, you know, working for the federal government, uh, (laughs) our our video chat infrastructure isn't exactly... Oh, darn, it doesn't Fantastic, yeah. So it's all audio chat. It's all audio. Gosh darn it. Oh, darn. (laughs) Because the first thing I want to see in the morning is a close-up of, you know, (laughs) my my colleagues. There we go. Thank you. Jeez. I all love right. them all. I love them all. If you're if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> except one. Try to guess which. Ooh, bum bum All right, folks, go off and uh, enjoy yourself, and uh, stay tuned to the epi- next episode. See ya. Bye. Bye. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed, guys. Hey, guys, where's my drink? <laughs> <laughs>